Blog Talk Radio. We're going to sing about the faithfulness of God. Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness. He's such a faithful God. I've seen Him show up for me in unique ways. You know, that's why I, I'm quite reckless when I worship. I start doing anyhow, anyhow, anywhere beloved. Somebody say anywhere beloved. Are you ready to worship God with me like that? That is the kind of worship I want. Just put your hands. Somebody scream. It's open to open your mouth and begin to pray the Holy Ghost.
want to begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Oh, oh, oh. If the God you serve has been faithful, if the God you serve has been faithful, I want to take five seconds and thank Him for His faithfulness. And thank Him for His faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, mighty Lord. Thank you, mighty God. Well, shalom, shalom, my brother and my sister. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. This is your host, brother in Christ, brother Elvi Sapara. Thank you, Lord, bringing, hallelujah, another Bible study. Hallelujah, out of God's word, another Tuesday night. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray. For those that are having trouble logging in tonight, Lord Jesus, that you will make it possible for them, Lord, to be able to listen and be blessed, Lord Jesus. Break any bondage, any opposition, any war, any blockage of the enemy. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name. Jehoshua name, mighty Lord, mighty Jesus. Mighty Yeshua, make it possible for your people to listen, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. We need you, Lord. We need you. More than ever, touch every heart, every mind, every life through this teaching, Lord Jesus, tonight. In Yeshua name, Jehoshua name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. What an awesome, awesome God we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Jesus is coming, my brother and sister, for his bright that have made herself ready. Hallelujah. He wants us to be ready. Hallelujah. He wants us to be waiting for him because he made us a promise that he will come for us and he is faithful to fulfill, to accomplish that what he promised us, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. I want to move on, hallelujah, with the with the message tonight, which I'm, I'm going to title this, hallelujah, persecution. Hallelujah, because the Lord has spoken to me about persecution coming. Hallelujah, my brother and sister. Hallelujah, coming soon. Hallelujah, before the rapture, my brother and sister. So, hallelujah, I want to praise you, Jesus. Speak about persecution. Hallelujah, my brother and sister. Persecution before the rapture at the bride of Christ. It is important that we know and understand that persecution is coming for the bride, my brother and sister, before we go home. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shalom. Thank you. Hallelujah. So it's important. It is important that we know and we understand that persecution is coming 
And this is for this reason. We've been talking about Babylon the Great. That's been our Bible study in the past week. Tonight, hallelujah, we're going to talk about persecution. And of course, we'll mention Babylon the Great because the persecution that is coming is coming out of Babylon the Great, the system of the Antichrist, the system of the beast. My brothers and sisters, that's what that persecution is coming from. And with the bride of Christ that was still here, the Lord has spoken to me this morning in regard to persecution coming. And I'm going to go into the revelation of the Lord, my brother and sister. But I want to talk about what he wants us to talk about, persecution. Because I always know people can always go back and listen to us. We're in the, in, the, in the last days of the year, and we know judgment is coming. And we may see mighty judgment before the end, Shalom Ezra, before the end of the year. So we want to be ready for whatever the new year brings. We want to be ready with the Lord, our shield, and our protection. My brother and sister, it's very important that we're trusting the Lord more than ever going into the 2022. My brother and sister, for the persecution that await the church, my brother and sister, I believe months from now, we're going to find ourselves in persecution. And it was what the Lord showed me this morning, very clear. My brother and sister. But he surely said to trust him through it. He will be with us through it. And that's what's important, that with God, as Jesus said, all things are possible. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. Let me go into the word of God. And read about it. Hallelujah. I didn't know that the last warning that Jesus gave his disciple was that they will be persecuted, my brother and sister. And that the Lord reminded me this morning, my brother and sister, that his last warning to them was about the persecution. Hallelujah. Why do we need to know these things? My brother and sister, Proverbs 20, 25, 2. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of the king is to search the matter. We've been called king and priest for the Lord, our Lord, my brother and sister. These matters of God, these matters pertaining to the li this life and the life to come, is the matter that God wants us to be investing our time to search them out. My brother and sister, Kyushim, hallelujah, is about to begin severely. And we need to be aware, we need to be in the knowing before it comes. My brother and sister, so important. Matthew 13, verse 18 and 21. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower, that when anyone who heareth the word of the kingdom and understand it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches it away, that which was sown in his heart. And this is he that 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 received seed by the wayside, wayside. But he that received the seed into a stony place, the same is he that heareth the word, and at once with joy receiveth. And he, he had he had no root in himself, 
but endure it for a while. For when the tribulation or persecution arise, because of the word by and by, he loses his faith. Persecution to the church is common. Jesus warned his disciples before he left that persecution was coming for them, for his word, for their faith, that the faith which is more precious than gold must be tried to fire, the fire of persecution. My brother and sister, it's coming for us. That's what the Lord showed me this morning. Matthew 5:11, where blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say to no man as an evil against you falsely for my sake. Part of our blessing, believe it or not. The Lord says that we are blessed when we are persecuted. It's part of our reward in heaven to be in persecuted dunk here. The reward we're going to receive in heaven include persecution. My brother and sister, we are blessed. Hallelujah. So it was always the plan of God for us to go through this. And we saw this in the life of the disciple. My brother and sister, that after Jesus left in the book of Acts, great persecution, the Bible said, says, began against the church. My brother and sister, Matthew five twelve, rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophet who were before you, including the prophet, just not just the disciple. Hallelujah, were highly persecuted for their faith. So will be us here in America, in the church around the world, Canada, Europe, no matter where you find yourself, no matter where you are listening, persecution before the rapture, departure of the bride of Christ. The rapture, departure of the bride of Christ, yes, it's our hand. At any moment, the church will disappear. But not before persecution, the Lord assured me this morning. It's coming. We want to be ready. Our faith, my brother and sister, that can move mountain. We need to be growing in our faith in the Lord. Part of growing in our faith is trusting the Lord. So the Lord says to me this morning that great persecution was coming against the bride of us. And I saw myself in the revelation of the Lord this morning, us being in the middle of great persecution, the government coming against us because the government is a sister of Babylon, the Antichrist system. And they have arrested us and have lined us up one behind another in the line. My brother and sister, the Lord did not allow me to see all the details of the persecution. But enough for me to see that when this persecution arises, as it arrives in the life of the disciple, my brother and sister, it was very difficult for them, and many of them even lost their lives. Don't be surprised when some of your brothers and sisters lose their life when this persecution arises. It's coming here in America and around the world. It already been happening like in China. Many Christians after a week or a few days after they have received Christ, they are killed. 
my brother and sister, it is important that we keep that in mind because we are not better than they. We're all serving the same Lord. We have received the same salvation. Persecution will arise here in America, the Lord showed me this morning. My brother and sister, it will to level that people will not think so. A lot of people wants to go home without the persecution. It won't happen this way. The Lord showed me the persecution this morning. My brother and sister, it's coming. Matthew 13, 21. He had, he had no root in himself, but endured for a while. And so when uh, tribulation and persecution arise because of the word, hallelujah, and bye-bye, he loses faith. You see, that persecution to those that believe in the Lord, his word, the Bible, will arise. There's no way to skip the persecution. Tell them, Brother David, and everyone in the chat room and at home and listening. There's no way to avoid the persecution unless you are taken to heaven first. And this is around the corner. This is close. Don't be surprised if next year we find ourselves in this persecution. Because the violent team will bring this forward. My brother and sister, they will bring this forward. We know this. Mark 4, 4 17. But they have no root in themselves. And so endure for a time afterward. When the affliction or persecution arise for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. The reason why I know this verse and the previous verse, uh, both of the disciples, this is the Apostle Mark, that is, is, is giving his testimony of what he heard. And he heard the Lord say that these were offended after they heard the word. There's another verse that said, blessed are they that are not offended in me, says the Lord. Blessed are they when they're not offended in him. So when they are offended, this is part of the persecution. They will insult you, mock you, slap you, punch you, kick you, jail you, cancel you. I found... I was in the archive of the Lord's Tower last night, and I found uh, uh, Brother John the Baptist when Brother Larry invited him about an hour. And this is the topic also after the Lord. It was a confirmation from the Lord, strong confirmation, that these words go hand by hand. Brother John the Baptist, our best, one of his best audio where part of his biography in the audio, you'll hear it, it's awesome, where Brother Larry, when we invited him here in the Lord's Tower, tell people when did the Lord called him into the ministry back in 88, and with what uh, type of uh, revelation and understanding the Lord already has given him to speak of the matter of what the elite Brings planning, planning for a long time. It's all my brother and sister in that audio. 
It's full of information. I'm going to play it later on so you can hear. It's a must-hear. This is what I title it. It's a must-hear of John the Baptist. It might be information there that uh, the people that listen to Tribulation Law have not even heard. Awesome information. You may want to hear and refresh your, your understanding of what is coming because it's coming. The Lord for years through his servant, the prophet, he doesn't do anything before he revealed it through his servant, the prophet, the Bible says. And this morning, the Lord showed me the things that are coming to the end from the beginning. When I say from the beginning, he took me to Genesis. Jesus took me to Genesis again this morning. And showed me himself through creation. From Genesis and forward, I saw Jesus. He was in the garden with Adam. A month, a month, his creation, and then he was in the life of Abel. It was so incredible because the Bible said, "Be filled with the Holy Spirit," and we know the Apostle Paul says, "For the for the Lord is the Spirit." And when I looked up Abel this morning in the garden, I looked up a young man full of Jesus. He was full of Jesus. Cain cannot withstand Abel because Abel was full of God and Cain was not. So the jealousy began in the garden because Cain cannot withstand seeing this, his brother, younger brother, being full of Jesus, full of God, and him not, my brother and sister, and the jealousy was there. And this is exactly what's happening in the world. The world has now my God. The world, Jesus said, doesn't know him. My brother and sister, in John 14, 15, 16, the world doesn't know him. He's not of the world. He's only what his elected, selected one, his people. My brother and sister. And he said that he will dwell with us, talking about the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus in spirit, my brother and sister. So, the Lord, I began to see Jesus. I said, Jesus, Jesus, I was calling him. And see, he answered me back, praise the Lord, my son. Praise the Lord. But he wanted me to pay attention and see him through his creation from the beginning of Genesis all the way to back here, through all his servants that serve him, the prophet. He was in their lives. He filled their life with his presence. He filled Moses with himself. Abraham was filled of God. Each of God's servants were full of God through creation, my brother and sister. They love him. But more than that, the Lord showed me they could see him in the natural. He was visible to them. And we read that in the word when the angel of the Lord will appear to them, when he came to Abraham and appeared to him with the two other angels. And he watched, and Abraham washed their feet. I said it was a Jewish custom, my brother and sister, of humility and humbleness before God, my brother and sister. In the daylight, they can be seen clearly. Our daylights are darkness. No wonder people cannot see God, because our daylights are darkness, my brother and sister. 
But when you go to heaven, you'll see him everywhere. Because heaven is full of light. And light reveals everything, my brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. It's over for us here. It's over, Jesus says to me. He confirmed to me this morning, it's over. It's over. It's over. I wanted to come here and tell you, it's over. It's over. The Lord confirmed to me with a smile. It's over for us here. Bright. Remember that. It's over. Thank you, Lord. I had such a joy when I heard him say, like I was repeating that earlier to myself, it's over. It is over. The Lord said, it's over. It's over. Like when a movie finished and they said, it's over. My brother and sister, it's over. It's over for us. Down here. Whatever is left is persecution. We're out. The great tribulation after the church is gone begins. It's about to begin. Everything is so close. We're not here appointed to wrap, the Bible says. My brother and sister, I wanted to hear that from Jesus, and he said it to me this morning again. Thank you, Lord. Having a conversation with him to me, it gave me so much hope. It's over. It's over. My brother and sister, it's over. We're going home. Hallelujah. Praise be to our Lord and our God, our Savior. He's taking his bride home. He's taking his children home. My brother and sister, no more suffering. I even said, Lord, you just have taken me to, to, the glo- to, to the glory of God, to your glory. He said, yes, I did, he says to me, with a great smile, because that is what is awaiting for us. Great joy, great peace, untold joy, untold peace. My brother and sister, it's waiting for you and I. It's over. It's over, my brother and sister. Remember those words. Remember those words. Because when the persecution began, don't lose hope. Don't think that's going to keep going now. It's just for sure. It's so sure you won't even imagine how sure it will be. Yes, it has to begin. We have to see it. We have to see the beginning of it. We don't have to see the end because the end is the seven-year great tribulation. But we will see the beginning of the arresting and the throwing in female camps and in jail. And after that, the church disappears. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Remember the celebration of the disciples in after chapter 2. There was such a great celebration when the Lord put his spirit upon no flesh, as he said to the prophet Joel, 228. It was for such a stirred season. It was so sure the day of Pentecost. My brother and sister, I believe back in, 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 in the Old Testament, Pentecost was for a week or, or 30 days, the most. If we can... Learn how long in Pentecost, which, which I believe is after 30 days. It tells you so clear how short it is. That's how long their joy lasts after the pouring out the Holy Spirit. Because after that, they went out to evangelize. And they began to be arrested and killed like Stephen. It was so short. From here on, everything will be short. Everything will be quick. Everything happens will be happening suddenly. 
the Lord is speaking about sudden destruction. Let me tell you about sudden destruction. Everything that is coming, my brother and sister, is going to happen so quickly, my brother and sister, that the word accurate to describe what's going to happen from now and on. The word sudden is the word, Shalom Sister Consola, is the word that will apply thing that will happen on the earth from now on on because there's no time left. This only seven year great tribulation that the world is looking for. But for the bride of Christ, revival is short. Persecution is short. Revival is short. Everything happened quickly because there's no more time left. The days have been shortened for the sake of the elect, Matthew 24 says. My brother and sister. So this is why, hallelujah, in 1 Thessalonians 5, my brother and sister, the apostle Paul began to explain to the church about the time, because this is about the time of the end. But as, but as to the time of the season, brethren, notice how he include time and season to the brethren, to the brothers and sisters. You have no need that I write unto you, my brother and sister. Time and season. Things happen so quickly on the end. You have one event after another happening. For you yourself know perfectly the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. Look at the other word used, thief in the night. He comes in in the night. He takes what he wants to steal. He's out. It happened quickly. My brother and sister, this is what I want you to see, that in the end time, things are done quickly, sudden. That's why the word sudden destruction is the right word to the prophecy of the last day. The Lord given Sister Barbara a word tonight. Thank you for those, Brother Ben, that sent me the link. And the word sudden is also included in that word. I'm going to play it in a few. Sudden destruction. That's the accurate word for the last day, my brother and sister. You cannot use, maybe you can use quickly, right away, but these are modern words. The accurate word is sudden. My brother, the biblical word is sudden destruction. My, or thief in the night. This, this happens so quickly, okay? So when they are saying peace and safety, sudden destruction come upon them, my brother and sister. Well, that's the great tribulation. The church goes sudden. The great tribulation begins, destruction. Everything goes boom, 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 quickly. There's no time to wait. There's no time to, hallelujah, to waste because there's no time left. The days are shortened, my brother and sister. For the sake of the elect. Why are the days are shortened? Who are the elect? The bride. For the sake of the bride, the days are shortened. So everything has to happen quickly. Sudden is the right word to describe how the event will be unfolding. You notice how the coronavirus began 2020 in the U.S., by the end of 2020, the vaccine begins. 
the year was not over. We were in November 2020 when people began to be vaccinated within the same years. Why did things start happening so quickly, my brother and sister? Because there's no time left. Everything from, from that on, because God said to me back in 2019, 2018, 2019, that the end had come. I believe it was 2019. The end was at hand. So everything that happens after that has to be quickly because there's no time left. The church cannot end up in the great tribulation. That's impossible. We're not appointed to wrap. So the time for the great, for, from that time to the great tribulation is so short that everything that would happen has to happen quickly. One thing the Lord reminded me this morning. Yes, we know that he is the beginning, but we can never forget that he's also the end. My brother and sister, he, when he says it's over, he decides to bring the end. There's no time left, my brother and sister. No time left. Hallelujah. He helped me to understand that this morning. So when they are saying peace and safety, sudden destruction come upon them. As a travail upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. My brother and sister, do they have any chance in the destruction that is coming? The unrepentant world? The Christ-rejecting, God-rejecting world? Will they have any chance? Do people have any chance when the coronavirus begins to spread all over the world? Only the elect were protected. Everybody else got the virus. My brother and sister, when I said this back in, 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 20, in the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, people said, pe- people thought I was crazy. My brother and sister, you will see what you and I, every word, if it's of God, you'll see it come to pass right away. There will be no more time to wait for the word. The word, and it's, there's a prophecy in the Old Testament that the word will happen in due season. I just heard the Lord say, yes, thank you, Lord. The word will come to pass in due season. You will see every word come to pass. Why? Because there's no time left. So every word spoken may have a few weeks or months, and that's a boom, happening right before your eyes. My brother and sister, that's the time we're living. We're living in the time of the end. The time that it was told to Daniel to seal the word until the end times. This is the end time. This is when they see the word of God fulfilled, come to pass 100%. And that's what the time we're living. There's nothing left. Our government is either wicked and evil or it is not. And we know that it is. So everything going forward that will come out of government will be wicked and it will be evil. Every time Pelosi and them have a chance to worship the fallen demons, they do prayer almost. Every time Capitol Hill is open, they do prayer. And go online and listen to what, who they're praying to, fallen demons. They mention the name of the prayer. Why? Why do they keep repeating the same when they know it's wicked and evil? And that the Christian people are against it because there's no time left, my brother and sister. They made the decision, who are they going to worship, like Elisha said to the people. If Baal is God worshiping, if Jehovah is God worshiping, Choose ye this day who ye are going to serve, Elisha said to them. We're living the days of Elisha. Haven't you heard that? We're living in the days of Elisha. 
You got to choose today who are you going to serve. If Jesus is God, if he is Lord, you need to choose him, my brother and sister. But it's the fallen ones who they call themselves God. You need to choose the Lord now or choose them. There is no in between. I know other people that believe it's in between. They don't choose nobody. That's a lie. Okay? That is a lie. My brother and sister, the virus, my brother and sister, goes to any kinds of people except the Christians. Hallelujah. No play will come upon thee, God said. He protecting the Christians. But it's coming, my brother and sister, upon the world in every single nation. So is the Hallelujah. My brother and sister, so is the killer. The poison, as Brother Flower calls it. The poison is going to every home that is not Christian to poison them. For the for the dead to remove their soul to hell and put a demon in their body. Has it happened? Of course it has. By billions of people. Planning to vaccinate the entire world. They're planning to move the soul of the entire world. That's their plan. That's their agenda. My brother and sister. And as you can see, God is allowing them. Because it was God who said that this would happen. And his word might come to pass. It's happening every day. Right now we're talking about this. In another country, right now they're vaccinating people. And their soul is being removed from their body. It's happening as we're speaking why? Because that's the word of God. Those are the days we're living. We're living the days of Elijah. Haven't you heard? Where you need to choose the day who you're going to serve. Hallelujah. There's no waiting anymore. You got to choose quickly. You got to choose the sight of the Lord and commit your life to him. And those that choose the Lord right now are losing their jobs, marriage, family. Had a sister last week contact me. Said, Brother Elvi, I'm living in my sister's house. Her husband and her has been vaccinated. And because I had choose not to be vaccinated, I listened to the Lord Jower. They want me to leave the house, move out. She began to contact people around, the, uh, uh, I believe it was in Texas, to look for a place to live. Her sister wanted her out. And she had no money. She had applied for a job. She was going to get the job on Monday, not even for the few days to Monday, for her to get the job and get paid for her to get a whole apartment. The sister said, no, you'll either be vaccinated or you move out of our, of our house. Choose you, choose you this day who you're going to serve. This is how it is, my brother and sister. This is no game. This is life and death. You've got to choose. If the Lord has got you chosen, but you may lose your sister like she's losing her sister. She's losing her family. She has nobody else in Houston. She has nobody else. They make her move out. But I told her to trust God and pray, and God opened the door for a place for her to move. My brother insisted, and she moved in there because she told us she'll get in a job and she'll be able to get her own place temporarily. God opened the door. God provided. We've been praying, and God provided. My, it was only for a few days that we had to pray. For God to provide to her. She listened to this program. She, she had gone through now to that persecution that we're talking about. To the, to the days of Elisha. 
She had to decide right away who she's going to serve. If she wanted to stay there comfortably in her own room, she had to be vaccinated. But she knew there's a consequence for the vaccine. And she says, no. They said, you're going to have to move out. Pick up your things and move out. We're living in the days of Elisha, my brother and sister. This is no game. This is no game. This is life and death. My brother and sister, you have to decide for the Lord. You may lose your husband, your children, your family. These are the days of Elisha. Elisha said in Mount Carmel, choose who you're going to serve these days. Those, those are the time we're in because there is no time left. The God is going to destroy this earth. He's going to bring fire upon this earth, tsunami, shaking, earthquake like you cannot even imagine, tornado. What happened in these three states? Like Tennessee last a few days ago, sudden destruction happened. It came so quickly, people had no time to move out. They lost their homes. They had lost so much in this place. Sudden destruction with those tornadoes. That's what's coming. There's no time to, to, to wait for the sign of the tornado showing. Although earthquake sign for them to show. No, no, no. These things are coming quickly, quickly, suddenly. My brother and sister, God has been speaking for years. People need to be repenting. If they're not, they'll die, simply. That's the way it is right now. My brother and sister. So when they trust in their own system, please and safety, sudden distraction came upon them as a travail upon a woman with a child. Hallelujah. And God said they should not escape. But ye brothers are not in darkness. Why did they, hallelujah, will not escape? Because they were in darkness. Anyone in darkness will not escape. My brother and sister, the, the saved Christian will escape because if he dies, he will be with the Lord. If he stays alive, he still be with the Lord. There's an escape for the Christian. But ye, brother, are not in darkness, that they shall not overtake you as a thief. The day, the quickly destruction, my brother and sister, that came, came like a thief, my brother and sister, quickly. Quickly. These are the days of Elisha. You got to choose right away because you may die the next day, the next week, the next month. That's it. That's where we're living. My brother and sister, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you. It's a thing evil to you to serve the Lord. Choose you this day who you may serve, whether God, which your father served, that were on the other side of the flood. Oh, the God of the Amorite, the land you dwell. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's one of them. Thank you, Lord. Ye are all children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. My brother and sister, it's all going to be nine during seven years during the Great Tribulation. All nights. There's no dates, but nights. That's like the children of the night. Where was the children of the night? My brother and sister. People will be turning, and that will be it. Everything happened quickly. I saw how uh, while the Pope was being vaccinated, they immediately after the vaccine ran through the whole body, was removing the soul and putting a demon in the body. Quickly. Quickly. This is no time to... To weigh and see if it's going to work, if the vaccine is going to cause death, if there will be side effects. Now, mother nonsense. It's happening quickly. There's no time for, for all that waiting anymore. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. You need to be sober. 
You need to be looking up. You need to be committed to the Lord daily, every day. I said, say the Lord is coming. Every day. My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. For those who sleep, sleep in the night. Those who are drunken are drunken in the night. Neither. We don't sleep, neither are drunken. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting out the breastplate of faith and love in the helmet, a hope for salvation. Put on the, the armor of God, Paul says in Ephesians 6, 12 and on. Every day you put on those armor by faith. You confess them. You say, Lord, I put the, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of faith, of faith, helmet of salvation. You put on those armor every day. You take them. Demons are not playing around neither. They're going after people. Minister while ministering, having heart attack, dying in front of the congregation. This is no time to waste anymore. This Everything is happening quickly. One day you speak into a person. Next day you hear a person is dead. Things are happening quickly, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. We need to be ready with the Lord. For God has not appointed to wrap. There you go. This is why we're not staying in the great tribulation. This is why the church is not going to the great tribulation. Because the great tribulation is a wrap of God for seven years. It's called the day of banging of the Lord. Because we're not appointed to that. For God has not appointed us to wrap. But to obtain salvation to our Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says. The appointed world is going into. Those that are calling peace and safety what they're signing through the UN. My brother and sister, trusting in the world and all their evil things. We're, we're not part of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world, the Bible says. The church is going home. The church is disappearing quickly. Once it happens, the Lord says to me this morning, it's over. It is over. It's over. My brother and sister, everything happens quickly and that's it. He showed me the persecution this morning. We were in line, my brother and sister, the FEMA camps. Hallelujah. I saw brothers and sisters behind me and in front of me. I was among them. We were arrested and thrown in FEMA camps. My brother and sister, those refusing to be vaccinated very soon. My brother and sister, taking the mark of the beast. Biden is implementing a new system next year, according to everything the news and the media are saying. The system has been delayed already for almost a year. My brother and sister, the new system. And so they want to put it as soon as possible next year. The latest, they're looking to a February next year. The latest. They want to do it in January. No, February. Fifth, I believe it is. The day appointed that they have that the new system will go on. And every bank system and everything is going to go into that new system. And people who would have money who will be in that system has, has to be vaccinated. That's part of that system. You have to be vaccinated. My brother and sister, Congress is going to speak on the matter. And it doesn't look good. I'll tell you that right now. Only a miracle of God can change everything. And I know God can do a miracle. But the Lord says to me this morning, persecution is coming. Persecution is coming. Right now, everything I heard, which I trust in the Lord for sure, nothing else but only the Lord. I heard the Congress agreed to the new system. Eighty percent of Congress agreed to it. Eighty percent. 
how would it not be approved? And they will speak on the matter. When that system goes in effect, anyone who will refuse the system will be in trouble. This is where persecution begins, I believe. This, I believe this new system. Hallelujah. The Lord showed me very soon persecution is coming to America. He showed me this morning. And when he means soon, soon, soon. This might be weeks and months away. That's it. Soon. Persecution. People being thrown in female camps that are already waiting for people. They have worked on the female camps since Obama was in office for eight years. Getting them ready for people. They knew this day will come. They are ready. They got all the people that are working there ready to receive massive multitude of people. They knew there will be great multitude of people refusing to buy sin. They knew. They knew. And some say after 40% have refused to buy sin. And so they knew they, have, they will have to deal with those people. And that's why they prepare everything for it. Everything has been prepared. For those that will refuse to buy sin. And they know they are believers, the ones that are refusing it. Because even those that are not believers in New York, that they pressure them to take it, after 40% of the people are saying no, they have to 90 plus percent now that have taken it. They know that with pressure, people will take it. When people see that they're going to lose their job, they're going to lose their home, they're going to lose their income, they immediately will line up to take the buy sin. And that's what the government is doing, pressuring people to take the vaccine, but we trust in the Lord only. Even if we, we are thrown in FEMA come, we say, no, remember that. This is part of the persecution that is coming, my brother and sister. Great persecution is coming. Prepare for it. My brother and sister, prepare for it. Mark 10.30, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time, Houses and brethren and sisters and mother and children and land with persecution in the world to come, eternal life. You see, you may lose everything in this life, your family, but you know what? You have an eternal life waiting for you and the Lord. Focus on Jesus and wait, my brother and sister. Trust him. Even if you're going to lose your children and your family, trust the Lord. Because those days are ahead of us. Great persecution is coming. He showed me this morning. And it's very close. And when it began, there's no going back, my brother and sister. Whether this country gets invaded by China, who's been killing the Christian, it will still be the same. They'll come in here. They'll take over the system. And all the Christians that refuse to be vaccinated and part of the new system they're putting in place, they will be thrown in female camp and even be killed. My brother and sister, we know this is about to happen. These things are about to unfold. The taking over of this nation by China and Russia and other countries. Their country joining Russia like India. Their country joining them, signing documents with them, siding with them. India was a grand friend of the U.S. They sided with China now. And these countries got great nuclear weapons. I believe Pakistan is another one joining them, another powerful nation. They are joining them every day. Putin is calling them to join him, and they're saying yes to them. So you got Russia, China, India, and Pakistan, North Korea, Iran. They are all joining against this nation. 
planning to take it over. That's why this nation is getting ready. It's coming. It is coming. It is close. It is closer than what people think. People are sleeping on this matter. Instead of going to the Lord and asking the Lord, Lord, how far they said this is close. All these have been unclosed. And it will catch people by surprise, my brother and sister. It will catch them sleeping and slumbering. It's coming. It is closed. My brother and sister. Act 8.1. And Saul was consenting unto his death. And at the time there was great persecution against the church, which was in Jerusalem. And they were scattered abroad throughout the region of Judea, Samaria. Hallelujah. Except the apostle. Every new believer that will come into Christ through the message of the apostle will be highly persecuted. My brother and sister, by those in office, those in office were coming against them, chasing them everywhere. To throw them in jail or even to kill them. And how many of them were killed? Hundreds and thousands of them. But they all in heaven happy, rejoicing. My brother and sister, the care of this life can really get people to think it twice. Don't think it twice. No. If you're thinking it twice, it's because you're in love with the world. You got to be careful with that. Act 11, 19. Now, those who have been scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose on the accounts of Stephen travel as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus, Antiochia, preaching the word hallelujah, to none but unto the Jew only. So many people that up in Syria and those parts of the, of the world, thousands of miles away or hundreds of miles away from Jerusalem, they ended up up there preaching the gospel because of the persecution also. It's coming. And the Lord also will like to use these people to put them in strategic places to preach the gospel. The specific places they wanted them to go that normally they will not go but because of the persecution, they ended up in these places, and they were preaching the gospel happily and so great miracle of God. A lot of time I hear God saying through his prophet, prophet that he's going to move people around, around the world, to preach his gospel and reach out the world, the lost, and a lot of it through persecution. My brother and sister, he's done it before. Why won't he not do that again? Act 1350, but the Jews stirred up the devoured honorable women, the chief men in the city, and raised persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and spelled them out out of their borders. My brother insisted. This, this was a fact among the church, how they were being kicked out of their own land and ended up in, in a strange land with strange language which they will have to learn, but still preaching the gospel to them. This is why they say that speaking in tongues uh, to a lot of people say speaking in other languages that other people understand the message. Because a lot of these people ended up in a nation of language that they, not, they did not normally speak and ended up preaching to them. My brother and sister, a lot of this is coming back. Romans 8.35, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? So tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pair of sword, none of these things should separate us. This is a fact. None of them should not. My brother and sister, 
I don't know how can people easily take the by seeing after knowing the Lord and then finding themselves down there wanting to escape. When there's no escape, unless you got a family really praying for you, like the Lord showed me that sister, for them to be released at the end, at the end of the seven-year uh, great tribulation, it's going to be tough for people, my brother and sister. That's why I have a message there in the archive for people to pray nonstop for their vaccinated family. This, this people need to do. This is very important, my brother and sister, because the vaccine is not easy. 2 Corinthians 12.10, Therefore I take pleasure and infirmity and approach and privation and persecution and distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong, Paul says. And he went through all this. He was beaten, my brother and sister. He was stoned for his faith. Panamada, he paid mind to it, knowing that he had an eternal life in heaven preserved for him. He focused on the Lord. You cannot focus on this life. You have to focus on the life to come when you're going through these things, when you get thrown in the female camps. I heard, remember, the, years ago when the Lord took me in the spirit to the female camps, allowed me to be arrested and show me what I would go through. They, they, were, they said if you wanted uh, medication and food, you would have to be vaccinated. This is, was way before years more than 10 years before the Bicene came out, my brother and sister, they were telling us in that revelation of the Lord that if we would want the, want the medication, food, and all that, we would have to be vaccinated. And I don't know what they were talking about back then. I just said it how I heard it, my brother and sister, over 10 years ago, about 12 years ago. They were talking about this Bicene. Bicene, you have to take the Bicene. And we were saying no. We have the knowledge in the future to say no to this by seeing. Well, I was in the by seeing that we were saying no. We knew from the Lord. We know from the Lord to say no. But 12 years ago, saying no to the by seeing, I saw myself saying no to it in a group of other people, my brother and sister. The Lord was showing me over 12 years ago that this was coming. And he showed me it will be a fact on the earth that almost every human being will be vaccinated. Only a few will not be because of him, because of them, them trusting him, putting his, their faith on him. And even if they got thrown in jail in the FEMA camps, the Lord showed me back then. Remember my first message about the FEMA camps back in 2012, 2013? My brother and sister, year before I began the Lord's Tower, three or four years, even five or six, the Lord was giving me the dreams. Three of myself ending up in FEMA camps on the end of the day before the rapture, Surely, surely before the rapture. I knew it was the day of the rapture. And uh, they, would, they would be pressuring us. I heard them speaking. If you want to have food and medicines, all you have to do is just take the bicing. I heard them speaking in the FEMA camps. And I also saw them giving the RFID to the people, the ship, which that's what I, I said back then, the ship. And they were injecting the person. The ship was being injected in the right hand. This is why I knew back then, my brother and sister, that the RFID was the mark of the beast, I said, specifically. Because they were injecting it in the right hand. I saw doctor, every patient, was, they were putting it in the right hand. And then when I heard that doctor, UN doctor years ago saying that they had studied the body 360 degrees, 
and the forehead and the right hand of the right place to inject the RFID, they, he said. According to the machine, he had the best machine they ever came up with, with nanotechnology and all that. My brother and sister, and that was mind-blowing. I, I was shaking that night. I was trembling when I heard this man say, because this man was not a Christian. He's, he's one of the best UN doctors, especially. He has plenty of degrees to know what he's talking about. He had this big machine there that he was showing, one of the best supercomputers of those days, years ago. My brother and sister, he was talking this way. 360 degrees, the only two places he found that it can be injected in the, in the forehead and the right hand. To me, Revelation 13 was right there in front of me. He was speaking to me the, the mark of the beast, that is, is, it is the name of the name of the beast, goes with the mark of the beast. My brother and sister, when you hear things like this and you know the word, you're like, oh, my Lord, what time are we living? I knew back then that the world was in trouble. I knew it. I knew it. When I heard this doctor speaking this way, and when I heard them saying, injecting them in the right hand, well, inject you in the right hand. There's no problem. You want medication? Let me inject you with the vaccine. He says vaccine. I, I didn't know what vaccine he was referring to. I don't know. 12 years ago, 13 years ago, I you know? My brother and sister, now I understand why we were saying no, no, no. And they will have to ask you. You will have to say yes. They could not inject it to you unless you say yes. My brother and sister, when these vaccines began in twenty and in the end of twenty twenty was voluntary. Remember, voluntary. My brother and sister now biting his pressure everybody to take it. Mandate, mandate. And yes, the court and and states are coming against the mandate. That's not stopping Biden's. People are going in North Carolina and Texas and all over the state, my brother and sister, knocking on people's door to be vaccinated. Okay? Not just, no, they're knocking on you. They're coming to your home. They're knocking on your front door for you to be vaccinated, ordained by Biden's. When court has said no, when government has said he, that's not stopping him in Florida to go door-to-door, or in North Carolina, or in Texas, or anywhere in every state. That's not stopping him. He has group. He's ordaining group. He's founding group. It's happening, my brother and sister. It is happening. Let me play Sister Byron. I'll be back after this. Praise the Lord, everyone. Um, welcome to the God's Holy Seven and Time Prophecy Channel. Let me ask Sister Barbara again. Uh, Sister Barbara back here again with the prophecy. Um, today is, let's see, December uh, 14th. I got this prophecy uh, first thing this morning um, in prayer time. So join me in the King James Version Bible. <clears throat> I'm going to be in the book of Isaiah, um, Isaiah chapter 13. Uh, let's start at verse 10. <laughs> For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light, and the sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish the world for their evil, and the wicked for their iniquity. Oh, tis the Holy Spirit, I make it feel it on my face, even. And I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease, and I will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man 
than the golden wedge of Ophir. Whoa, I have the Holy Spirit. I don't even know if I could read this. Therefore, I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger. Whoa. All right, again, I wasn't expecting this prophecy. Oh, my God, first thing, um, like I said this morning, in prayer time. Now, I put it in my phone, so I'm going to be scrolling again so you know what's going on here. Right here it is. Children, I have warned you over and over not to follow men. I have said, trust no man. As I look about, this is exactly what I see. Baal worship, child sacrifice, child murders, idol worship, money worship, seek after me. Trust God, trust I am. There is only one mediator between God and man. That is Jesus the Christ. Many are falling away. They see no light. They are hopeless and depressed. They are discouraged and deceived. Read my words. All right, let's do this a little better. Read my words and know me. Invite me into your heart. Call on me. Uh, Today may be your last day. Tonight you may take your last breath. Okay, here, here it is. The great shaking is at hand. Sudden destruction comes with the destroyer's hand. Secure your eternity. Secure your eternity. The king is coming. Whoa. How about that? Well, that should have woken you up. So we know we're at the end. Uh, This is it. Uh, Repent and be baptized. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Repent and be baptized. That's it. That is it. Sudden destruction, my brother and sister. Everything that is going to happen is being spoken by the Lord through his prophet, my brother and sister. Things will be unfolding quickly, will be happening quickly. We just need to be ready, ready with the Lord. Whether we live or die, we'll be with the Lord. That's it. It's what we need to be. Sudden destruction is coming, my brother and sister. They will not escape, says Paul. Hallelujah. They will not escape. My brother and sister, this is why we need to be ready. Because we don't know when. And things are like so close, like it happened in Kentucky and Tennessee, yes. So quickly, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we need to be ready with the Lord in repentance before it comes. Second Thessalonians one four, so that we are self glory in you and the churches. For God, for your obedient faith and all persecution, tribulation that ye endure. And Paul was always looking forward to the brothers and sisters enduring persecution because that's, that's the time they were living, my brother and sister. They were being hated because of the Lord. They were being persecuted because of his word. And they were being killed 
because of their belief. And so these things happen quickly in the last days, my brother and sister. And whether people are ready or not, they're happening, my brother and sister. And many people are being vaccinated quickly. They're finding out in hell the, the bad decision they made, that they got cut up off guard. In hell, they're noticing they got cut off of guard, that they should have been praying fast and seeking the Lord, knowing that the, the threat was coming against their own life. And now in hell, they are in trouble. And they can blame God all day long. How can God allow this over my life? Think about it. They, they're in hell right now. They can be blaming God. God, but I thought you were going to deliver me from all evil, your word said. But God said these things will come. They got caught by surprise because they were not seeking the Lord as they should. Should have. Huh? My brother and sister. And like some people say, how can they got a love allow this? My brother and sister. Hallelujah. When it was explained to Daniel, then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood two other, one on the side of the bank of the river, one on the other side of the bank of the river. One said to the other, clothes in linen, who was upon the water of the river, how long shall it be till the end of this wonder? I heard a man clothes in linen who was upon the water of the river. When he held up with his right hand, he lifted up unto heaven and swore by him that liveth forever that it should be for a time and a time and a half. And when shall have an accomplished scattering the power of the holy people, all these things should be finished. My brother and sister. And so basically the scatter of the of the of the power of the people, a lot of people see this only as a Jewish people because this is Jacob trouble going in the Great Tribulation. But also is the church the people of God being separated from them that are lukewarm. The lukewarm are stretching their hand to be vaccinated quickly because they're not focused on the Lord. This is why churches and people are being cut off off guard. All right, let me vaccine. You need to be vaccinated against the COVID-19. So they're standing their hand. They're being vaccinated. And then when they're so being removed out of the body, well, what are you taking me? What's going on here? And they're, they're rebuking those demons. The demons are laughing at them. With what power are you going to do so? Hmm? You're laughing at them, my brother and sister. It, it's sad. They're being cut off guard. They're being cut off of guard, my brother and sister. And who are they going to blame? I saw them walking in hell wondering, how did this happen? Why were they not aware that this would happen? Because they had no time to read the Bible. They had no time to pray. They had no time to commit themselves. We're not better than they. We're not. It's been the mercy of the Lord, my brother and sister. I don't want you to think that I'm trying to tell you that we're better than they. No, we're not. It's been the Lord's mercy. They were just cut off of guard, my brother and sister. They should have been ready. My brother and sister, Daniel is still seeking from the Lord when these things will be in verse 8. And I heard, but I understood it now. Then say I, oh, my Lord, what should be the end of these things? 
Thine is still seeking of the Lord to know. This is what each and one of us should be doing. We should be seeking of the Lord to understand. You know, we're all, you read the book of Daniel, right? Chapter 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Daniel, Gabriel came to him. Um, the Lord came to him. There was an angel sent to teach him. Michael came to him. All these, and the Lord even came to him and explained things to Daniel. And still, he's seeking more. It makes Some people will say, uh, Daniel, you had all these come to you and tell you these things. Why are you still asking the same question? You know why? Because he's still seeking God. He's seeking to understand more. That's why, my brother and sister, because he's afraid for his own salvation. Hmm? He 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 wants to he wants to walk the safe, wants to live safe, and then the only way is by trusting the Lord. Then he said, "Go thy way, Daniel, for the word are close to the end till to the time of the end." And I'm sure this gave Daniel relief, great relief when he was told this, because he kept asking when. You read the entire chapter of Daniel. He is so curious, this man of God. Why do he want to know? And finally he is told this is for the time of the end. Daniel, this is not pertaining to you. So why was Babylon coming against them and taking them captive and all that? My brother and sister, when the Babylonian is the system of the Antichrist, because the, the apostle John the apostle said that he was already at work. That was the work of the Antichrist in the times of Daniel. That was the work of the Antichrist in the time of the disciple. Throwing them in jail and killing them, it was the same spirit that is today. And the same thing that is done to them is looking forward to doing to the church in the last days. Another repetition. They're not happy until they get to the point where they throw people in jail or, 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 or even kill them for their beliefs. My brother and sister, they're not happy here. Many should be purified and made white and try, but the wicked should do wickedly. You know what? Start the wicked, the wicked, the wicked continue to do wickedness. That's them killing more and more, killing, persecuting people more and more, throwing people in jail more and more, throwing people in the female camp more and more. They're not going to stop. If you think that Biden is going to stop because the court just said in New York that, you know, this, this mandate is unlawful. If you think that's going to stop him, he's already getting a, a group of lawyers to go and fight that. He's going to fight Texas. He's going to fight Florida. He's going to fight New York. He's going to fight all these states. He wants his mandate to be in every state, and they'll see themselves in court. Still got three more years to go. Three more. He's going to fight them in court. Wants to make sure everybody's vaccinated. He's getting his lawyer ready. He's getting everybody ready. He's reaching out to the Supreme Court. He's reaching out to Congress. They will move the judges they need to move in the court to put the people there that will agree with him, and everything will change quickly. This is what's happening, my brother and sister. Many should be purified and made white and tried as we are made white. The blood of Jesus cleansing us from no unrighteous will be in trying. 
But the wicked should do wickedly, and none of the wicked should understand. Why are these people preaching on the radio this stuff? I, I don't get it. I, I get worried when I hear a Christian. I don't understand what you're saying, Brother Elvie, because I'm reading the Bible. And when I hear and say, I don't understand that, and many of those people that said to me years ago here on the Lord's Tower, Brother Elvie, I don't understand what you're talking about. They took the by sin already. You see why I was concerned? That's why I told them to pray and fast. Pray and fast. Sister, after listening to me for, for about three years, but I'm going to have to take the vaccine because my husband and, and my mother-in-law is pressuring me to take the vaccine because they've been, the only one in my house that's not been vaccinated is I. And so she went and took the vaccine. I said to her, no, to trust the Lord. She took the vaccine. My brother and sister. Terrible. Terrible things. My brother and sister, if you don't commit yourself to the Lord, you may end up taking the vaccine and finding yourself walking in hell Wondering, why in the world did I do? Why did I make the mistake? Now I'm not in my body anymore. Now I'm down here. This is terrible. I heard people say, I'm thirsty. I am thirsty. I am thirsty. Hmm? In hell. After being in the body here, having plenty of water and raining so much, and buying bottles of water and everything was fine for them on earth and their body. Now that they got vaccinated, their souls in hell saying, I am thirsty. I am thirsty. Asking for water. My brother and sister. Terrible. They were fine a few days and weeks ago. On earth and their body. They let people pressure on them. They let, oh, you lose your job. You're not vaccinating. We got more than 100 employees. And you know Biden's new law, government new law. You got to be vaccinated. So they said, okay. So, and they lined up, took the bicycle. Called the doc, took the bicycle. Went to CVS. Well, bring anyone took the bicycle. Now they're wondering. Now they know they made the biggest mistake of their life. And they want to know how are they going to get out of there. Because their body's being used by someone else. My brother and sister. Terrible. Terrible decision. Terrible outcome. My brother and sister. You have to say no to these things. If if you are in faith with the Lord and the Lord is speaking to you and the Lord, like the Lord has said to so many, my daughter, sister says to me uh, last week, Brother Elvie, I know you've been talking about the vaccine not to take it, but let me tell you something. Before I listened to you, I heard the Lord says to me, my daughter, don't take the vaccine. And she said, I, had, I came across this sister who told me about you and your program. And I started listening to you. I could not find your program when I when she told me about you. Oh yeah, this man of God, Ovi Safada. Look him up online. And she find she found stuff about me online, like YouTube. But she could not find the Lord Jawa to join us. Okay, she could not find it. And she was finally, I guess, in one of my videos, so my my email and contacted me, and told me what was happening. And, and then she heard me talking about not to take the vaccine. She said exactly what the Lord had told her. And she said, Brother Lovie, I'm so glad I found you when she emailed me. Let me tell you what's been happening to me. All my family has been vaccinated except I, and I keep saying no. And then I said, I'm so glad, sister, continue to stand in faith of the Lord and strong. Fast and pray. Yes, Brother Ovi, because the Lord told me not to take it. I heard him saying to me, 
in that dream not to take it clearly. I say, yes, yes, sister, don't take it. Stand for the Lord. Praise you, Lord. So glad she find the Lord. So finally, last week she was able to get on and listen to him. My brother and sister. Because she know from the Lord, not just Elvis Zapata. My, my word was a confirmation to her of what the Lord Jesus has said already to her. She was glad she finally found a group, found people that are listening to the Lord and are not being vaccinated. That's what the joy was about, a family, a group of brothers and sisters that are saying no, that are standing for the Lord because the Lord told her not to be vaccinated. And those are the people that are contacting me, people that the Lord has said to them, no, don't take the vaccine. Don't be vaccinated. Refuse that. It's not mine. It is not mine. My brother and sister, I heard one of to them the Lord to one of them the Lord said it will harm you. To them the Lord one of them the Lord said it will separate you from me. The Lord says, like Brother Flower says, the poison, the poison. How can he be saying to all these different people in different states, different country, don't take the vaccine. It's not mine. And they can hear him. And they know it's the Lord clearly, and they're happy to find a group that are standing with the Lord saying, no, my brother and sister, God is saying no to the Bicene. What sayest thou now? That is the question. If you stand with God, you also say no, because God is saying no. And if you hear him and you're his son, his daughter, and you obey him, you also must say no. Choose you this day who ye are going to serve that Elisha. We're living in the days of Elisha, my brother and sister. You got to choose. My brother and sister, what is the plan of the wicked one, according to Daniel 12, 11? And from the time of the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination, make it desolated, set up. There should be 1,290 days. There will be a group I heard a word that after the, after Russia, China, then take over the United States, who was the number one, the, not the number one, the second one protector of Israel, because God is number one. My brother and sister, they're going to rise against, once they take over America, they're going to rise against Israel. That's whom they're going against, but Messiah has a surprise for them. That's going to happen during the Great Tribulation. I don't know how soon they will take over this nation, but they're going to. And then they're going to go, go against Israel, my brother and sister. But the, the one going against Israel, I saw. I, I was in the cloud, and they were coming against Israel with everything they had. Iran being in front of them. Everything they had, every tank, every plane, everything they had, it looked like locusts from the cloud. My brother and sister, I was thousands of feet up in the air, and I'm looking down south of Israel. Everything this nation had, they were bringing against Israel. And when I looked right next to me was Jesus, my brother and sister. And he was also looking at the same thing I was looking at. All the nation coming against Israel to wipe them out, to remove them as a nation. But he had a, a surprise for them. 
Oh, he's going to surprise them. They're not going to know Wahiru, my brother and sister. God is not going to abandon that land. Jerusalem is going to be his capital, my brother and sister. No way. As he said to Nehemiah, not one arrow will be chosen in this land, shot in this land, my brother and sister. And make the king of Syria return back to his land. He came to the land of Israel to take over them and blaspheme against the king and God. And God told the, the prophet, I say, I go tell Nehemiah, the king, not one arrow will be shot in this city. And the angel of the Lord this morning killed thousands upon thousands. That was Jesus with a sword. He's going to do it again. My brother and sister, they will not escape. Mm-mm. The sudden destruction is going to hit them, but from God. They got the nuclear weapon that can cause sudden destruction, but the sudden destruction for God is also going to come upon them as a woman in labor. My brother and sister, they will not escape. No way they will. Second Timothy 3.11, persecution, affliction which came unto me in Antioch, Ocadion, and Lystra. What persecution I endure? But when of them all, but out of them all, the Lord would deliver me. Oh, he endured so much. But God delivered the Apostle Paul in this persecution. Because it was like this nation were waiting for him to come with his gospel. Because they had heard of him and how effective he was preaching the gospel. And they set up so much persecution against him. But the Apostle Paul, they said that he endured the persecution. I endured. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. He says, huh. that's a surprise. They don't see the Lord coming. He's the Spirit. And he is almighty God. And whatever trap the enemy has against us, oh, oh, oh. Jesus already overcame the enemy on the cross. And the principality and all of them put them to shame. They had no idea what the Lord has prepared against them. It's a surprise. The invincible God will show up at the right moment. The Lord will let him know this morning. At the right moment, he says, I will go through you through it. With us, I saw us going to the female camps, being taken there in line. And the Lord spoke to me and said, I will be with you through it. Not to be afraid. We're going to go into it. Been speaking this for over 12 years. We're going to go into these female camps. Saw myself years ago going in with my family, my brother and sister. And this morning, the Lord showed me again, this is close to come. We're going to find ourselves going into it. We'll be rushed quickly out of all this mess. But you know what? Because we're witnesses. But the Lord said he will go with us, he? my brother and sister. There will be a lot of things overturning quickly in this nation and around the world. They're getting ready for it. They're putting all the trillion behind it. And God's going to allow them to, for, these, for his word to be fulfilled. Daniel and them were taking character to Babylon to serve the king of Babylon. We're not going to serve the king of Babylon, but as all Israel, Daniel and them were taken captive there and wanted them to worship their idol, so we were going to be taken into the female camps to try to bathe us. We'll continue to say no, even in jail. My brother and sister, 
But the Lord is sure that this this all happened quickly. My brother and sister, the Lord will take his people off quickly. Everything will happen so quickly. They will not, not know. When God acts, they will not know what to do. That is a fact. Second Timothy 3.12, Yea, and all who will live godly life in Christ, Jesus shall suffer persecution. According to a lot of preachers, no, 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 this is not for us, Brother Ovi. Brother Ovi, I don't agree with you on this. I have people told me this. Oh, I don't agree with you, brother. No, we're not going to go through this. We're not going to uh, listen. God's not going to show us something, me and other thousands of people, the same of his people, that this is coming against the church, and we're not going to go through it. No, no, no. If he said we're going to go through it, we are going to go through it. Yea, all who will live godly life in Christ, Jesus shall suffer persecution. Does it give you a choice there? Do you read a choice in that verse there? I don't read no choice. All who will live godly life in Christ, Jesus shall suffer, shall suffer, will suffer. This word contradicts their teaching. They say, no, we're not going to go through that, brother Elvie. Well, my Bible says that we will. I don't know how they're understanding their Bible, but my Bible says that we will suffer persecution. We will go through these things clearly, my brother and sister. And you can look it up in other Bible and see if what Elvis understanding or explaining is wrong. Because uh, I have people logging out say, I don't agree with that. You know, I don't think we're going to go through this, brother Elvis. I don't know how you are understanding that. Well, let's just... Some people read the Amplified Bible. Maybe that's why. My brother and sister. Well, here's the Amplified. And thee, O who delight in pursuing righteousness and are determined to live godly life in Christ, Jesus, will be hunted and persecuted because of their faith. This is the Amplified Bible. I'm still understanding the thing that, yes, we're going to go through it. Okay? Yes. But since we have people that don't agree with me, we're going to have to still look at Let's see the Jewish Bible. Okay? And indeed, all who want to live godly life, united with Messiah, Yeshua, will be persecuted. Still, this Bible says to me that we're going to be persecuted. When I have people telling me that we're not going to go through these things. The Bible says that we are. The Word of God says that we are. It's what I understand. Does everybody who's reading the Word with me understand the same? Or I'm giving it a wrong interpretation. Because I'm understanding clearly that it says that we are going to go through persecution. We're going to endure persecution. My brother and sister. Okay? Three different Bibles and the old three says the same. That we will go through persecution. My brother and sister, hallelujah. Now, God's Word Bible, I like this Bible a lot. Those who try to live godly life because they believe in Christ, Jesus will be persecuted. No, no, this is not for us. This is, this is for the people staying behind the great tribulation that will be thrown in the female camps. No, we will go through persecution. And this for a little, yes, surely. Short time, 
my brother and sister. Short time. It's short. But we're still going to have to go through it. And that's the message. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Romans 12, 14. Bless those who are persecuted you. Bless and curse not. Does it say that we're not going to go through persecution? No. It says for us to bless. My brother and sister. It has to happen. It will happen. God says to bless them. Matthew 5.44. But I say unto you, love your enemy. Bless them that curse you. The good to them that hate you. And pray for them that despitefully use you and persecute you. My brother and sister. Jesus told his disciples they will come across persecution. And they came across great persecution. The Lord told them persecution, and they came across great persecution. The Bible said that the church found itself in great persecution. Great. My brother and sister. <laughs> my Lord, my God. Matthew ten twenty three. But when they persecute you in the city, flee unto the another. For verily I said unto you, that you should not have gone through the city of Israel till the Son of Man become. My brother and sister, how many cities have they went through? Uh, look up the history of the Jewish people to how many nations and cities they, they ended up going to. My brother and sister, thousands of them, I may say. Uh, let's just say hundreds. I may be exaggerating. Hundreds of them. You can look up the history. If I can remember from my own mind, they went through Spain, France, Germany, my brother and sister, Germany. There were so many countries they went through. My brother and sister, the Jewish people, Portland. I'm trying to think of all the cities. There's so many cities up north. They went through all those cities. My brother and sister, being persecuted from one city to another. Okay? The church will be going into FEMA camp in the U.S. very soon. It's what the Lord showed me this morning. The persecution against the church will come. And according to what the Lord showed me this morning, we have to go through it. The disciple went through it. We have to go through it. But then it's just a short, even if we go through it for a day or a week, we still go through it. My brother and sister, even if we work for for two days, three days, a month, we still go through it. We have to go through it. It's just, it's, so the Bible says we might go through persecution. Then the church will be taken. We'll be right to the pasture. But at least we'll experience that because, see, that's when their judgment comes. When they do that, <laughs> Oh, the judge will judge them, my brother and sister, and the judgment will be severe. Matthew twenty four thirty four. Therefore, behold, I send you unto you prophet and wise men and scribe, and some of them you should kill and crucify, and some of them you should scorn in your synagogue and persecute them from the city to city. Lord sent his messenger, and what did they do from city to city? They did not give him a chance. My brother, and they stoned them. Hallelujah. Luke eleven forty nine. Therefore also say, 
said the wisdom of God, I will send them prophet and apostle, and some of them they shall slay and persecute. Don't be surprised when you, when people get shoot or shot in America for not taking the vaccine by the army because the army will be in place of it, in charge of it. That's also plan of them in America. My brother and sister, it's coming. Persecution, God has spoken to his prophet from the early time in America. The persecution is coming to the Church of America. This is one of the older prophets. You can look it up on YouTube. You can Google it. The persecution is coming to America. Luke 21, 12. But before all these, they shall lay their bond on you, cute you, delivering you up to the synagogue and unto prison, and you will be brought before king and ruler for my name's sake. My brother and sister, we have to go through it. God said we're going to go through it. We will go through it. It's going to be a bit difficult. If you're trusting in the Lord, it's not going to be really that difficult. My brother and sister, because I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And with the strength of God, with the help of God, to throw us in the female camps, we don't want to take the medication. We don't want to take their food. They'll, they'll ration the food. They'll give us limited food because we don't want to take the vaccine. Okay. Well, you only need one meal per day if you're not fasting. So I heard people saying, get ready to fast. Get ready to fast. A lot of people, the Lord's calling them to fast. And, oh, you know, Lord, because of my medication, my health. And they're giving God all kinds of excuses. Okay? And so, now, what will people say in the FEMA camps? Because they're going to say, I heard them saying years ago, we'll not give you medication or, 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 or food like other people. You will have to eat one meal per day only. Other people get to have three and four unless you're vaccinated. You're going to have to say no. No. You know? And continue to seek the Lord, pray and fast. My brother and sister, it's going to be tough, tough, tough. But it's only a short time test. It's only for a short season. Even when it happens to the disciple, it was short. They not went about for years and years and years. No, it was short. The, 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 the day of Pentecost was short. The revival of Pentecost was short. The church being persecution happened quickly. They were spread to Romans and those, those places. Most of the great persecution against those that were reaching out so many souls, they got killed quickly also. So they went to heaven quickly. Things happened quickly, my brother and sister. That's the fact of the matter. John five sixteen, And therefore did the Jew persecute Jesus and sought to, to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. The Lord himself, who is blessed forever, Endure persecution. Never heard him complain of it, my brother and sister, because he came to do the will of the Father. And in the will of the Father, persecution was part of the meal, was part of the, of the ministry. So you, you have to take that. You have to endure that. And that's why the word endure is there. God will help us through it. They had it worse. Even if we're throwing in the female camps and giving a meal per day, 
They had it worse. What we're going to go through, don't compare to what they went through and the Lord went through, because there were more abuses back then. Now, as China and Russia take over this country, my brother and sister, and this is how people end up in persecution, I tell you, it'll be bad. It will not be easy. My brother and sister, no matter who it is, it's going to be difficult for everyone. My brother and sister, because people will be thrown in cell, and the female come, people will be in group. But if we brothers and sisters stick together and pray for one another and stay in prayer, don't look at it because it's going to be worse. It's that we need to stick together in prayer. Like the church in the book of Acts, when Peter, Peter got arrested. Remember when God sent his angel because they were praying for him? Great miracle and sign what happened when this thing comes. This is when we see the mighty hand of God, my brother and sister. People right now are caught up in the cell phone too much. When this persecution comes and they take away people's cell phones, and all, all they have time is to pray and not to be playing game on their cell phone, you'll see a great movement of God like you've never seen before. That's when you'll see the great movement of God. Because they'll take people's cell phones away. They'll take everything people have. My brother and sister, God will be with us. They will not lay a finger on us. God did it with Peter and Paul. God sent his angel among them. They're not allowed the evil one to touch them. My brother and sister, he says, touch not my elect. Do not touch my anointed one, he says. My brother and sister, that means God will fight if they lay a finger on us. But that's where we need to stay in commitment with God, in prayer, like never before. My brother and sister, and it's still the mercy of God. Because for, for us to enter heaven, we must be persecuted, the Bible says. So it is to get us ready to come to heaven in our white garment. To, to do that final cleansing in our life for us to come through that glorious, through that glorious door of heaven. And to that glorious place, holy, 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 God Almighty, yes. My brother and sister, I saw Jesus this morning. He was walking, showing me history from the beginning of Genesis to now. How he is God and been there always with his people, his children. And assure me that we don't need to be afraid or worry. That when this time comes, he will be with us. And the other good thing is we will see him. One thing he showed me this morning is that when the beginning of Genesis all the way through, people were able to see him. Even those people that were going to great persecution sought the Lord. My brother and sister, they saw him. He spoke to them. He was among them. My brother and sister, from the beginning, my brother and sister, as their God, as their Lord, as their Savior, my brother and sister, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He will show himself to us. He will reveal himself to us as he said in his word. He told us he would, my brother and sister. The Bible says in Judges 2, 
that an angel of the Lord came out from Gagal to Varshin and said, I made you to go out out of Egypt. This is Jesus. And I have brought you into the land which I swore to your father. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. And you should make no league with the inhabitant of this land. That ye, ye should throw down the altars, but ye have not obeyed my voice. Why, ha, why have ye done this? Therefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they should be a torn in your side. And their God shall be a snare unto you. And it came to pass that when the angel of the Lord spoke this word unto all the children of Israel, that the people lifted up their boys and wept. He was standing in front of them, talking to them. And they can see him. They can hear his voice. And when he finished saying this word, they cried. He was never a stranger among his people. The Lord had never been a stranger among his people. If you think the Lord is a stranger to you, you may not be committing your life to him. You might be walking in disobedience. Knows this day that you are known by the Lord, and the Lord is known to them that serve him. My brother and sister, even the people, the multitude saw him and heard his voice. It was never, let's look for a prophet. Let's look for a messenger. Let's look for someone that can give us word from God because he was himself among the people. My brother and sister, this is what our Bible says. And it came to pass that when the angel of the Lord spoke this word unto all the children of Israel. It doesn't say that it came to pass after the angel of the Lord spoke this word to the prophet, to the elder. No, he spoke to them all. And the Lord showed me this years ago. Oh, Lord. He was never strange amongst his people, a stranger. His people, my sheep know me. I know them and they know me, he says. If you are his sheep, you know him. You have a relationship with him. You may not see him yet, but you will. My brother and sister, he's not a stranger among his own. Came to pass when the angel of the Lord spoke all these words to the children of Israel, that the people lifted up their voice and wept. And they called the name of the place washing. But as weeper and they sacrifice unto the Lord. How easy was for them to make a sacrifice, but it was so difficult for them to obey. It is better to obey to the Lord than sacrifice, he says. My brother and sister, God have mercy. And when Joshua had left the people go, and the children of Israel when everyone unto his own inheritance to possess the land. This is right before he gave him the blessing to possess. 
And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elder who outlived Joshua, who has seen all the great work of the Lord who did this for Israel. Every word he spoken was brought to sight. My brother and sister, with breath of pass on their sight. They saw his mighty work. They saw his mighty hand. They not only did not saw him, but they saw, they knew the Lord, and they saw, <coughs> excuse me, his mighty work come to pass. Because God is not a man that he will lie, not the son of man that he will repent. He is a real God who dwell among the children. My brother and sister. And Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died being 110 years old. It was time for Joshua to come home to heaven and dwell amongst his family. My brother and sister and his best friend Moses and Aaron and all of them. God loved Joshua so much, he was so obedient. Joshua understood the way that the Lord, every time Moses went down to the mountain, Joshua went halfway to the mountain. He was not allowed to go see God face to face as Moses, but he was allowed to be in the middle of the mountain praying, waiting for Moses. My brother and sister, God was working in the heart of Joshua, in the life of Joshua. He did not know the Lord like Moses, but he has his own personal relationship with him too. My brother and sister, he did. Hallelujah. The Bible says in verse 10, And all the generation were gathered unto their father. And there arose another generation after them who knew not the Lord, nor yet the work which he has done for Israel. Because when you see his mighty work done, like those who went home to be in with the Lord, you know that he must be served. Serve the Lord. No matter what your eyes see, what our evil governments are doing, serve the Lord because he has an eternity waiting for you. He reminded me this morning, what is waiting for us? Eternity, he says. Eternity, he reminded me. It's waiting for us. Hallelujah. Go through the persecution. Go through whatever you have to go through. Even if you lose everything in this world, you will win eternal life. Your husband may leave you. Your wife may leave you. Your parents may leave you. Trust the Lord and do not lean on your own understanding. God has a great reward for you. We have to be willing to lose everything for the Lord. That's the calling he has on our life, my brother and sister. It was easy for them to serve God with Joshua because Joshua can see him and hear him. But the Bible said that the children of Israel, verse 11, one more verse after that, did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam. Oh, isn't that what they're doing today when they take the Visine? They're serving Valen. My brother and sister. They're serving Valen. They're vowing to Valen. 
when they take the vaccine, God said they did evil in the sight of the Lord. When they are vaccinated, they're doing evil in the sight of the Lord. Same thing, my brother and sister. Same evil. And they forsook the Lord. Yes, when they are vaccinated, the Bible says they forsook the Lord God of their father who brought them out of the land of Egypt and follow other gods. The bison is made with, with the blood of other gods, with the blood of fallen angels, fallen demons. They follow other gods, the god of the people who were around about them, bowed and said one to them and provoked the Lord to anger. This is what this earth is doing to Father. When Father said that those that are taking the bison will not be part of his kingdom, I saw him turning from the people. My brother and sister, he is the God of love like you cannot even imagine. But when he was speaking to me, that those that would take the bison will not be part of his kingdom, I said when he turned. My brother and sister, they are provoking him to anger. They are provoking. They are forgetting what the Lord has taken them from years ago when they gave their light to Jesus. And they're following other gods. The God of the people who is around them, around them, and bow themselves to them. I saw this demon in the great tribulation telling the people, bow to me. My brother and sister, they were telling people when they are released from the pit to bow to them. They forsook the Lord and surveil and asteroid. You see? That you cannot point to one other God. They're all together with the devil, letting people to do evil. It is the same evil. You can name all their God. They're doing the same evil, my brother and sister, with the people. Same thing they did with the children of Israel when they forsook the Lord. Same thing is being done today. Verse 13, and it angered the Lord. I heard Father Boyd when he was so angry. Told me very clear, tell them that those that will take the sin will now be part of my kingdom. Angered the Lord. Hallelujah, was hot against Israel. And he delivered them into the hand of the spoiler. And they spoiled them. Who is the, the spoiler that they spoil? Those that take the sin. He saw them into the hand of their enemy around about so that they could not, not any longer stand before their enemy. After she got vaccinated, called me, contacted me, and said, Brother Elvie, they are coming for me. Help me to re- pray for me. Help me to rebuke them. I've been trying to rebuke them. Please help me, Brother Elvie. Please help me. After listening to me and the Lord said, I will not to take them by sin. Now she got vaccinated. She now wants me to pray for her to rebuke the demons that are coming for her soul. Oh, what a sad day that was for me. I've been so broken and crying. My crying already stopped for those vaccinated that did not take me serious. My brother and sister, God giving me the message that I gave to the people. Whatsoever they went out, out of the hand of the Lord was against them for evil, as the Lord has said, and as the Lord has sworn unto them, that they were greatly distressed. 
my Lord, my God. God will now be marked, is where it says. My brother and sister. We'll continue with this next Tuesday night. We'll continue talking about Babylon the Great, the whore of all kinds of deep men, and all ugly birds, and so much more, the kingdom of the Antichrist. We'll continue on this Tuesday. My brother and sister, I want you to hear this brother, John the Baptist, we had invited on the Lord's Tower years ago with Brother Larry. My brother and sister, thank you, Lord, and hear the teaching that that he brought, which it was it was such a blessing. My brother and sister, listen to it. Praise the Lord. How are you? How are you? This is uh, Larry Demers, and I've got uh, John the Baptist from Tribulation now on. And what we're going to do is uh, start with a prayer. Holy Lord Jesus, please bless this radio show. Put protection over this radio show. Bless everyone that is listening to this radio show, and let them hear this word. This word is coming from you, Holy Lord Jesus. This word is to for your children, that they know what is coming, that they start to prepare to get ready for your coming, which is imminent. Holy Lord Jesus, in your holy name, I ask you to bless this, to bless this radio program. Holy Spirit, come down with your glory. Fill this radio program. Fill all these listeners with your glory, Holy Spirit. Holy Father, please put a blessing on this, on this wonderful radio show. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Okay, John, I think what we, what we could start talking about, and I don't know anybody that has more information about this subject that we're going to be talking about. And the Lord told me this is extremely important that his children know what's coming. Okay, there is a way to avoid this. Okay, go into repentance, do this prayer we're talking about all the time. And what, what I'm going to have John start talking about first is what's going to happen between now and the tribulation. And, and, and again, John is an expert. He spent years and years in research on this. Go ahead, John. Yeah, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, dear Heavenly Father, just dump down your Holy Spirit, speak through me, and witness to the people to help them find the information that they need to, uh, to prepare themselves, um, to get themselves ready, to purify their hearts and minds, and they're, they're just to just com- become completely, 100% sin-free, walking a holy life, and prepared to get off this alien, demon-infested rock which is going to go, it's going to spiral into hell, Father. And you know it, we know it, and we want to get these people ready, Father. So touch them in Jesus' name. We have, amen. So we, so what we have here, folks, is a situation. It's a very dark, 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 dark situation. It's far worse than most people even begin to realize. And... It has been going on now for a very, very long time. Um, I started to research the New World Order, which is on ultimately on the back of the $1 bill, a long time ago. I started my research back in 1988. Um, the Lord led me to a, another Christian in 88 by the name of Ralph Epperson. Uh, now, again, in 1988, there was never a mention that I'm aware of of the actual term New World Order by any major government officials. Now, that didn't actually occur until 
Herbert Walker Bush made an announcement approximately uh, around about uh, 1991, as, as to the best of my recollection. But anyway, the point I'm making is that the interesting and sad part about this is that this plan, this New World Order plan, has been in place now <clears throat> for a very long time, arguably hundreds of years, in fact. Um, now, so what we have here is a very sinister plan by Lucifer and his minions to ultimately slaughter the bloodline of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the, Jew, and, the, and the Gentiles that are grafted onto the olive tree, the Christians. So what you have here is a very, very dark situation. As a, fact, as a matter of fact, if you look on the back of your, if you if you have a, an American one dollar bill, and you look on the back of that one dollar bill, to the left side you will see a pyramid. Okay, and that pyramid, at the very bottom portion of that pyramid, and there's a lot of occult, demonic symbolism all throughout the American uh, currency. But this particular pyramid below it has the words Novus Order Sacrum. And, you know, without splitting hairs, it basically means New World Order. And that dollar bill was designed in 1935. Um, it's a long story. Uh, you can get a DVD on this if you, if you feel led to study it more, entitled The Eye of the Phoenix. And it will it lasts a couple hours. It's excellent teaching. It's done by some Christian gentlemen, uh, published or produced by them, and, and it is extremely thorough. The other thing it's important to note is that Nazi Germany was actually a practice session for what we're going to be moving into here very shortly in the United States and worldwide. So the new world order is going to be basically a type of Nazi Germany reborn. So these these uh, Satanists, these, these Luciferian Satanists, that's what they are, they're occultists that run the governments of the world, they practice what they're going to do. And Nazi Germany was a practice session for what they're about to unleash on the world at large. Um, it's very, very dark. And you will note that in Nazi Germany, they were once again slaughtering the seed or the, the Abrahamic covenant bloodline of, of, uh, of, of our Heavenly Father through... Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this next round, they will be slaughtering not just the Jews, the Saturday people, but they will also be slaughtering the Sunday people. So it's first the Saturday people, then the Sunday people. And this will be a very dark, dark period of time like the earth has never seen. I recommend that you read Daniel 12 because it will basically repeat what I just said. It will be a time that was more dark and more horrible than anyone could ever imagine. So not only will 
when this when all hell breaks loose here on this earth and when it happens it's going to be very sudden so in first thessalonians chapter 4 and 5 you'll notice that it basically talks and i'm going to paraphrase to save time it basically says that there is going to be a period where people are saying that there's peace and safety and then sudden destruction. That sudden destruction will almost certainly manifest itself in a combination punch. John, excuse me for a second. You feel now this is the time of peace and safety in that scripture. It, it, yeah, there's no question about it. The, there's no question about it because we're on the precipice. We're on. We're clearly on the precipice of two major events, and that is a global earthquake that is located. It, it will manifest itself in multiple locations. Right now, we have extreme shifting of the tectonic plates of the Earth's crust. And these, um, you know, there are specific prophecies that have been called out by our Father, our Father God, through his prophets across the globe, specifying certain locations on the earth. However, it indicates when you look at all the prophecies, not just one or two, you'll notice that it's all over the earth that these prophecies, it includes the west coast of the U.S., the east coast of the U.S., combined with tsunamis. We're talking about the, the Dominican Republic. We're talking about Argentina. And these are just God's prophecies. There are other agencies and other researchers. We have Lucifer's army. Lucifer's armies know about this forthcoming cataclysmic global earthquake. They know about it. Okay, how do you know that? Well, because there are videos, there's live film footage of major military troop movements and tanks all over the continental U.S. In 2001, January of 2000, I'm sorry, 2011, last year in January, approximately a year ago, the FEMA, FEMA, the, uh, the, the Federal Emergency Management Agency of the United States of America, released RFIs, those are requests for information. Those are uh, precursors to major purchases by the purchasing arm of FEMA for the government of the U.S. Purchased over 7 million underwater body bags. They purchased over 7 to 14 million emergency blankets. They purchased over 7 to 14 million storable food rations. And that's just what we know about from the RFIs. Well, what they about have, all these coffins, John, that they've had? I mean, how many amen. coffins do they? I mean, we they got these coffins located all over the, the United States. Right. The, the coffins, the coffins are, are all part of the uh, master plan to slaughter mankind. So if you search on the Georgia Guidestones, you will see... You will find out about the, this monolithic uh, structure that's carved into stone in Georgia by these, these Luciferian occultists that are planning to slaughter mankind. It says on the Georgia Guidestones that they are planning to reduce the Earth's population to 500 million. Okay, these FEMA coffins are actually pat patented in the United States. 
as cremation containers for cadavers. They can hold up the four bodies, and they're designed, according to the patent, to collapse and fold inward to hold the fumes of the cadavers as they're burning. Now, the reason that's important is because they learned in World War II in the Nazi German death camps that the people were able to smell the burning corpses across the countryside. They do not want people to be able to smell the burning flesh. So they've gotten a patent on these specialized uh, plastic-type containers that are designed so when they're rolled at high speed into incinerators, that they collapse down and hold the fumes of the burning bodies inside the incinerator so people cannot smell them. They're going to be slaughtering people. The, the, the Beach Grove FEMA camp in Beach, uh, in, in Beach Grove, Illinois, if you want to find out more about that, you can just search on Beach, B-E-E-C-H, Grove, Illinois, FEMA Camp on YouTube. There's a video and a lot of information. You can also go to tribulation-now.org and uh, search on an article entitled The Mark, uh, Mark of the Beast Part 2. And there's you will see that these these uh, uh, the, the Beach Grove facility has... Uh, the AGA gas tanks that are mounted to the outside of the building, they are medical gases. Medical gases. Why are there gas tanks, large gas tanks, on the outside of these sealed warehouses on what's supposed to be an Amtrak repair station? They have, a, it, it, it is clearly a death camp. They have blue John, John let, me ask you, come, come, let me come in for a minute. How many FEMA camps do you feel are up and running right now today? I mean, my father has told me that they are taking people to these FEMA camps and they're chopping their heads off already. But how many FEMA camps do you feel are up and running in the United States now? And these well, are clearly a, concentration camps. Oh, no, they're absolute, they absolutely are concentration camps. The problem is... They had, there were over 800 of them documented about five years ago, well documented. Most of them are located on military facilities. Kellogg Brown and Root, a subsidiary of Halliburton, was awarded, uh, I believe it was $300 million back in the, uh, um, uh, I believe it was in the 90s, to uh, begin the construction of these facilities on an official level. But now we're talking about probably more than 1,300, and many of these facilities are, uh, are um, uh, not, you know, they, they range from large concrete um, mega facilities that can hold, you know, arguably hundreds of thousands of people uh, to uh, just large fenced-in areas. For example, if you search on breaking... LAX, that's Lima Alpha X-ray, LAX, it's actually the, the three-letter abbreviation for the Los Angeles airport, LAX. Search on, quote, breaking, LAX FEMA rendition site confirmed. Okay, if you search on that, you will see a YouTube video of a very, very large section of the Los Angeles airport, which is recently, just recently, 
been set up as a FEMA camp. They are preparing large makeshift FEMA camp areas with serpentine wire and large uh, turnstiles. These are specialized prison camp style steel turnstiles that only allow human beings to move one direction only. You cannot get back out. Well, John, let me break in here for a second. What, what the point that I want to make here is that these FEMA camps are real. You go on YouTube and just put in FEMA camps. You are going to be totally amazed at what you see. There, there, as John said, there's roughly 1,300 of them in the United States, but they're not only in the United States. They're all over the world. And, and, and this plan by Lucifer, the devil, is, has been in the making for thousands, not hundreds, thousands of years. Right? This, is his, this is his moment. I mean, uh, our brother Alvy has been taken up to the second heaven and, and, and where all the demons are, and they are having an ecstatic party. Right? Their time is coming. Okay? My father has told me after this rapture, he's going to close the door to heaven, and he says the people down here, they want, they want the devil as their father. He's going to give them the devil as, 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 as their father. Okay? It, it, it's going to be a sad, sad situation. This is a reality that we're talking about right now as we speak. These FEMA camps are up and running. They're taking people there, okay, and they're putting them in there, and they're killing them or just storing them in there. Okay, it, it, this is going on right now. This is the point I wanted to make, John. This is not something in the future. This is going on right now. And what we've been told is when this California earthquake goes, the, 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 the government is going to declare martial law, and then all hell is going to break loose. They're going to start, they're going to, they have John, could you talk about the red list and the blue list for a second? Right. Back in the, back in the 90s, um, uh, it became very apparent there were a number of whistleblowers that came uh, clean, and they got uh, a lot of these uh, special agents that work on what's called black ops projects. When they find out, about this really dark uh, stuff that's going on. When they find out about it, they will uh, oftentimes be so horrified that they'll become what, what, what is referred to as a whistleblowers. And back in the 90s, um, there were a number of people uh, that had come clean. They, they could not, when they found out what the plan was, the, uh, these people came out and uh, went underground, um, in some cases quit their jobs, went into hiding, and went on radio shows covertly uh, using various communications methods. Many of them probably are no longer alive. And they let people know what the master plan was. And if you search, again, on the Beach Grove FEMA camp, you will see there's a particular, now it may not be there anymore, I suspect it probably is, but on the actual footage on YouTube, you will see a place along the fence. Uh, they have multiple layers of fencing with uh, circumteam wire, that, you know, razor fencing that, that, that is uh, pointing inbound to keep people in, and they have a, a red and a blue sign with actual places for people to stand. The red and the blue list, the way it's supposed to work, and again, they may have altered their plan by now, but... The way it was originally designed, the uh, approximately, well, a very short period of time prior to martial law being instituted, 
they are going to, at approximately 4 o'clock in the morning, they will have what's called their red list, and they will go and they will take these people out of their houses. They track them. They know where they are. That's why all of our telephones can be monitored. That's why all of our telephones have GPS devices in them. That's why when they sent people around to the houses doing the census for the United States Census last year, they were using GPS devices. They're tracking the American population right now. They've created a red and blue list, and they will collect the red list people, and they will murder them that evening. They will be killed that evening. The blue list people will be sent to the camps immediately after the red list, and they will be processed, but ultimately they will be killed as well. Then they also have, supposedly, there's a yellow list, and those people are suspect will be processed in the camp and given an opportunity to uh, ultimately take a mark. The mark will be in the form of a chip. The chip will be sold. They're going to be telling people that the chip is necessary for tracking you for security purposes. They're already using chips. And people in hospitals, they're chipping people in law enforcement. They've been chipping people now for at least three to five years aggressively, and they are already going to be, they're planning on using it and are using it to track what they consider to be dissidents. So they will be telling people that if they go into these processing centers, these FEMA centers, they will chip you to track you because it will be so this for the safety of the country, but in fact it will be the mark of the beast. John, let me let me come in here for a minute. Now, let me talk a little bit about the mark of the beast. This is the 666 number. These RFID chips are what they call microchips, that they can fit on the top of a pin, and they have all this information in there. My father has told me, stay away from the doctor, stay away from the healthcare system, because when you go in the hospital for something right now, Okay, what's going to happen is that they're going to put this chip in you. And, boy, I'm telling you, you're, that's the, you don't want to get this mark of the beast. Right? You're not even going to know it because you're going to be deceived. It says right in the book of Revelation that the, 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 the false prophet and the Antichrist have deceived people taking these chips. Stay away from these hospitals. Stay away from your health care system. Stay away from your doctors. All right, now what can you do? Okay, to stop all this, okay? You can go to the Lord, to go to your Father, okay? And just, you need to put this protective hedge on you. It's, it, it, it's, it's Job 1.10, read it. The devil has no access to you once that God grants you this protective hedge. The other thing you want to do is ask the Lord to send down a cadre of his warrior angels to protect you, your property, and, and, and your family. This is, this, this is going on right now. This is the point I want to make. This is not a month, two months, three months out, okay? This is going on as we speak. They're taking people into these FEMA camps, and they're killing them now. If you go to your father in sincere repentance through the Lord, ask for this hedge of protection, ask for these angels, ask for God to protect your family. And you should do this as soon as this broadcast is over. Okay, John, go ahead. Yeah, um, if you want to find out some more information about these things, um, you know, now, again, even, even here's what you can expect. Okay, and again, it's it, it's very difficult to predict the future. All we can do is is pray. We can ask the Holy Spirit to reveal things to us, uh, but we all do see in the mirror dimly. Okay, that's just how it is being a human being. But if you research this information, 
you can search on Congressional Hearings, the Rex 84, R-E-X 84. You can search on Emergency Centers Establishment Act. You can search on Civilian Inmate Labor Camp Program. You can search on Continuity of Government Civil Unrest Program. And you can also search on Decommissioned Bases Used for Civil Emergencies. That will give you some government documentation that will prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that these prison camps do exist. You can also search on YouTube for red and blue lists, red and blue lists, and you'll find some information there that's worthwhile. Now, here's how things are probably going to unfold very soon, all right? What we're looking at right now is a ramping up, to a prophetic ramp up to global thermonuclear war. All right, that's predicted in Ezekiel 38 and 39, referred to as the Gog and Magog invasion. All right, so you got that. You also have Revelation 6:12, which is in essence a global earthquake. Uh, and um, you know, again, we're not saying for certain that Revelation 6:12 or the sixth seal is what's about to unfold. So we're not, you know, it's not, it's pointless for us to argue. Um, you know, specifics regarding seals and the opening of seals and things like that. What we are telling you is that there is going to be massive earthquakes. These are predicted through major prophets across the world. They're they're not just predicted by major prophets, but they are obviously preparing for them if you study the information that's publicly available, okay? Hey, guys, this is Chancellor. I just want to let you know that we got 29 minutes left. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and so okay. What, we, what we can expect clearly is major earthquake. This is almost for certain going to happen. A major earthquake that devastates the United States, devastates irreparably, irretrievably, the west coast of the United States, the east coast of the United States and potentially the area of the New Madrid fault line. And if now, let, me break, occurs, let, me break in, let me break in for a second here. Alvi has seen this. He's been taken there. This California earthquake is imminent. It's imminent. It's going to happen. This is going to give our government an excuse to declare martial law. Your name, if you're a Christian, your name's on that red list. They're gonna. If you don't, if you don't do what I what, what I told you before, go to your father, ask for this protective hedge, ask for his angels. Because I asked my father, I said, what's gonna happen to me down here with all this stuff? Because John sent this stuff to me a couple of weeks ago, and it shocked me. And he says they can't get near you, my son. He says nothing can happen to you. He says before, before. This nuclear holocaust comes, I'm going to have my children out of here. Right when they declare this martial law, we're going to be out of here really, really quick. Because it's going to take them a couple of weeks to ramp up to get all these troops in there. But they're just going to go into your house. If, you're, if, if your father's not protecting you, and just grab you, throw you in a truck, and put you in this gas chamber and kill you or chop your head off. So it, 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 it's that bad. It's that close. It's very, very, very close. Okay, John. Yeah, amen. As a matter of fact, well said, um, Brother Larry. Amen. So what we're going to here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a mega earthquake in the West Coast and a mega earthquake on the East Coast at a very minimum. Once do you think about this? When 9/11 occurred, two buildings went down. 
Now, we're not going to get into the details of 9-11. That wasn't as it appears. But nevertheless, when those two buildings went down, the United States of America shut down. All air travel shut down for almost three weeks. The economy in the United States ground to a halt. Wall Street shut down. This country was crippled because of two buildings. When the West Coast and the East Coast of the United States are utterly devastated by some of the biggest earthquakes and tsunamis that have ever happened in the history of the world, China and Russia will launch a thermonuclear war against the United States and destroy it. The Bible says that the Great Babylon is destroyed and burns in one day. At that point, all hell will break loose, and this will be a very dark Country. People will be pulling their children out of the rubble for months. It well, John, let me of... break in here for a, let me break in here for a second. This sounds like just just uh, a, a, a science fiction movie, but I'm telling you, this is reality. My father, the Lord, have convert have have. have told me this is the way it's going to go down. Exactly like John said. Alvy has been brought into these earthquakes. There is no California. New York is underwater. Boston is underwater. Washington, D.C. is underwater. These earthquakes are going to go. Tsunami is going to follow. Then, and then the whole country is going to be riddled with earthquakes. Not only this country, Central America, South America, all across the world this is going to happen. And my father has told me before this nuclear holocaust comes, we're going to get out of here. He says, what's going to happen is the world is going to see, especially Russia and China, who want to get rid of us, that the United States is in serious trouble, okay, and they're going to come in for the kill. And Alvi has seen nuclear bombs going off in this country. Okay, so it, this is reality. All right, we need to get right with the Lord. We need to start repenting. That's why my father gave us this prayer. We need to say this prayer every single day. Okay, now and we'll talk about the prayer in a little while, but I, I want John to go on. I just, this is a confirmation, okay, that, that what John is saying is right on the money. This is what God is telling me, and this is what God is telling Alvi. Go ahead, John. Great, amen. And, um, you know, uh, also just to, to help out with people, uh, I added a, a page uh, on tribulation-now.org that has the uh, rapture prayers. Uh, so there's a uh, if you go to the web page there's a special page in the in the black border section at the top of the website just that has just the rapture prayers and it also has uh, um, you know some links where you can download the prayers uh, uh, and put them on your cell phone print them out on your printer and keep them with you so again uh, there's also an email uh, uh, address there for you to contact Brother Chris Lindauer, uh, who was on the show, I believe, last, last night, night. Right. Praise God. So, um, uh, and also a link to last night's radio show is on that same page. Praise Jesus. John, so, let, let, let's talk over with the, when we prayed the, those prayers the first time. Why don't you go through what happened to you that time? Oh, yeah. It, it, folks, i got to tell you something. You know, it's just been one confirmation after another. It's been an utter blessing. Um, you know, there's when I dispersed into tears. Um, I mean, it's as simple as that. And you're not. Let me be perfectly frank with you. Okay, I am a 30 plus year Pentecostal Assembly of God type of guy. All right. And here's the thing: don't let the devil put ideas in your head. 
This is a special gift from the Lord. This is a special gift from our Father. These are special prayers of purification. These are awesome. If, if the devil gets a hold of you, he's going to tell you wacky things that you don't... Who cares? Who cares what you think? Put away the sacred cow. Flush your mind. Empty your cup before the Father. These are dark times that we're heading into. Take no chances. Pray these prayers. It cannot hurt. You should do it. You must do it. You have to do it. This is an eternity at stake. The decisions that you make now affect yours and your family's eternity. There is nothing that can go wrong with you saying these prayers and everything that can go right by saying them. Mean it with all your heart. This is it. You need to do this in Jesus' name. Well, you see, when we prayed the prayers, John's soul was in the was in the valleys, and the Lord gave me a confirmation, okay, that he had after he finished praying these prayers with me, that that his soul was taken up to the first level of heaven, and his name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. A week later, the Lord told me his father had granted John eternal salvation. Okay, this is what it's all about. Okay, we are going into the, this. We're we're very close to this tribulation now. All this stuff we're talking about. The, 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 the devil and his minions have been planning for years and years and years. Okay, it's here now. This is why we say these prayers are so important. Okay, because they are going to get you and your family in heaven, and you're going to be ready for the rapture. You don't want to stay down here, not to go through all this. Now, I'm going to have John talk about these guillotines. It says, it says in the Bible that it, our heads are going to get chopped off. Jew Thomas, my sister, has been telling me, when you go into the tribulation, the only way you're going to get to heaven, okay, is if you get your head chopped off. How many people are going to have the faith to go in front of a guillotine and get their head chopped off? Not many, but these guillotines are real. John, could you tell us a little bit about these guillotines? Right, right, amen. Um, the, uh, this is one of the best-kept secrets uh, that these... Uh, the enemy has kept, and the enemy includes members of virtually every major government in the world, okay? The upper echelon of the enemy's uh, uh, army, if you want to call it, the, the devil's minions that are uh, here on the earth. Now, these, they have, they keep a lot of dark, dark secrets from the public. One of them is these FEMA camps, these, these, these uh, concentration camps, these death camps. And not all of them are marked as death camps. Not all of them are used as death camps. That's part of the deception. Okay, some of them are marked as ice, you know, uh, ice camps. You know, they're they're for uh, they're they're trick. It's a trick to make people think that they're being used for illegal immigrants. All right, now now the guillotines. For at least five to six, maybe more years, there has been information surfacing all over the place. If you search on it regarding guillotines. Now, Pamela Ray Schufert, who uh, currently is, uh, well, here, if you want to find out information about Pam Schubert, she spent, I believe, something to the effect of ten, to over 10 years researching uh, information about the New World Order all the way back into the 90s. Now, right now, she's working in, in the missions field up in Alaska. But if you want to search on some information, you can search on Pam Schubert, that's S-C-H-U-F-F-E-R-T, uh, and you can uh, uh, just type in Pam Schufer guillotines, okay, and you will find a lot of links. She has a website, and it's AmericanHolocaust.blogspot.com. 
and there are some articles on there. Uh, there's uh, one in particular entitled "Pam Schubert Confirms Guillotine Stored at Fort Lewis," and that's from that's from uh, June 28th of 2008. And she had met uh, with a staff sergeant, an Army Ranger in Special Ops from Fort Lewis, uh, that had actually worked in the areas where they were being trained to operate the guillotine. The reason why they had to be trained is because these are high-tech guillotines. They're high-speed, and they're electronic. And a person walks up to the guillotines standing, bends their head over, and gets their head chopped off. All right, so they are training people and have been training people for quite some time now on how to operate these things, and there are literally... Tens, uh, my understanding is there are thousands, potentially tens of thousands of these things in the United States, okay, on these various bases. So it's no big secret. Um, as a matter of fact, if you want to find out a bunch of more information about the guillotines and about all these things and hear some testimony from various people and audio clips, uh, you can go uh, take, uh, take a listen to, uh, uh, if you get a blog spot, I'm sorry, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash tribulation dash now, uh, there's, we did a radio show a couple of uh, weeks ago, just our, actually about a week ago roughly, uh, where we talked about uh, these things specifically. So um, there's audio clips. Uh, you'll actually hear the testimony of Pam Schufer, um played live, you know, uh, an audio clip recording of her uh, testimony. Uh, and it's alarming. It's absolutely horrific. The Bible is always right. Okay, The Bible is our guidebook for us to get to heaven. Okay? What this earth is, is a test. It's a test if we can find the Holy Lord Jesus Christ. We have found, hopefully everybody listening to this radio show has found the Holy Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, so our Father wants to take us out of here. We need to repent. We need to be in holiness. And the way to do it is through this prayer. I keep going back to this prayer because that's what God wants. He wants to save all his children. This prayer will save all his children from going through this. We are very, very close to all to this all happening to what we're talking about now. The thing that if I don't say this, Chew Thomas is gonna is gonna chew me out tomorrow. Marks of the beast, okay? Chu Thomas has told me, and she's been shown, very few people are going to be raptured, okay, because they're just not right with God. They're not taken serious. The Lord has told me, he said, to have John on, to shake people up, okay, that this is reality, this is what's coming, okay. He wants, he's very disappointed that people aren't praying these prayers. God gave us these prayers so he could save you, okay. You, it's your choice now. But it, it, these prayers are also for the people going into the tribulation. So they'll have the, the faith and that they'll have the knowledge to go up there and get their head chopped off with these guillotines. Again, they're gonna, if, you're, if you're here, okay, after this rapture, even before the rapture, they're going to grab you out of your house, put you in a truck, throw you in a military base, chop your head off, and incinerate your body. This is how bad it is, and it's here, it's now, it's happening right now. God has given us a way out of this, okay? We need to take this very, very seriously, what John is talking about. He's got all the documentation that you could think about about this. Now, now John, how, how, how do you feel it would happen if when they take a, a scenario where someone is grabbed out of the house? If you could walk us through, what would happen after that? Oh, they're going to – oh, it's – 
the um, the red the red list people will be pulled out of their house at about four o'clock in the morning, and they're going to send squads out to, uh, to collect people as fast as they can. And what's going to happen ultimately? The, the, the United States is going to be completely turned upside down. Other countries will be as well. So there'll be global, absolute global chaos. And people who are homeless, that are um, that lose their homes in the earthquakes or through tsunamis, they'll be tens of thousands, millions of people displaced and walking about in the streets. They will be gathering those people up by the millions, and they will be ushering them into these camps. They'll process the people through the camps. It will be horrible. And at that point, you will be chipped. If you don't take that chip, which you cannot take that chip, or you will spend eternity in hell, they when you refuse that chip, they will put you to death. It's just that simple. There's not going to be anything positive about this experience. What's going to, what's worse is that there will be, unfortunately, misguided and misinformed clergy, pastors of churches inside these FEMA camps telling you that it's okay to take the chip. You must refuse the chip. Those clergy will not realize what they're doing. They will be ignorant. And they will convince you that it's okay and you should just take the chip and go home. You cannot do that. You must refuse the chip. And you can pretend if you want to in your heart that you're going to run away and you're going to hide but you're not going to be able to. They will find they're you. Going to have, they're going to have bounty hunters. Uh, they're going to have rewards for Christians. Uh, your family members will turn you in. The bounty hunters will be hunting you. They'll be hunting you with dogs. The police will hunt you. The military will hunt you. If your name's on that red list or that blue list, they're going to, they'll, they'll, they'll offer all kinds of money. Money doesn't mean anything to get you. Okay, And then as soon as they get you, they throw in these camps. And if you don't take the mark, they're going to chop your head off, throw your body in one of these coffins, and cremate it. I mean, it's, it's that simple. That's the way it's going to be. Again, God has given us this way out. He's very disappointed in us at this point because these people aren't praying these prayers. Okay? People of God, pick those prayers up off this site and start praying them. Hand them out to your friends. Hand them out to your family. Hand them out to your church. This is our way out. This is imminent. It's ready to happen. When this California earthquake happens in Alvi, and, my, and God is telling me it's imminent. It's imminent. He's not telling me when. He's saying it's imminent. All hell is going to break loose in this country and this world. Go ahead, John. Yeah, amen. Um, you know, we, we, we don't know for sure exactly when this is going to happen. As a matter of fact, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen the day after. We just don't know. Um, you know what we do know is that all this, all of this stuff is already in in place. It's been in place. Again, the article that I just told you about uh, regarding the Fort Lewis guillotines is dated 2008, and that that doesn't that has no bearing on how long they've been uh, executing uh, or, or practicing and training with these guillotines. Okay, these guillotines have been out there for a very long time. They've been building the FEMA camps now. For decades, they recently activated the FEMA camps. There's an article if you search on it. If you search on the on the uh, on the this phrase, search on this quote: "Government activating FEMA camps 
across the United States. That article was released December the 6th of 2011, and there in that article is a photocopy of a privileged internal communication from Kellogg, Brown, and Root. This leaked out, and it indicates in this communication that they are currently hiring and fully staffing all of these facilities. This is for the big ones. Okay, never mind the other facilities that they have out in the fields, at L.A. Airport, uh, all across the country. There are even what's known as sunken-in soccer fields. Those are overflow FEMA camp facilities where they'll be putting the people that are walking around in the streets in a holding area to move them into the death camps later. So this is a very grim warning to you that this could break loose at any time. You don't but have John, the, thing, the thing that people need to know is once you go into these FEMA camps, there's no way out. You're not going to go back out that door. They're either going to well, keep you there to well, take the mark, okay, or kill you, but you've got to realize when you walk through that door, and if you've got armed soldiers escorting you there, what are you going to do? They come in your house at 4 a.m., wake you up, and you've got 10, 10 soldiers with M16s pointing at you. What are you going to do? You're going to go there. When you walk through that door, you're not going. The only way you're going out is in a body bag. Right. I can't say any plainer than that. Amen. As a matter of fact, isn't that the truth? Because here's the thing. If you don't have a place to live or a place to go or papers to prove who you are, which you won't, you won't, because it'll be a very, very dark time. You know, there will be very, very few people who will be escorted out of their house houses in a nice way. We're talking about absolute horror, hell on earth. Can you imagine what it must be like to be in a nuclear winter where there is, is nuclear fallout all around, that the skies are glowing red, that there are people with burning flesh hanging from their bodies, walking around in the streets like zombies, and dead people all over the place. That's what it's going to be like. They're going to be taking you through the most horrible situation that has ever existed on the face of planet Earth and throwing you into a camp which you will never leave. It is now is the time to get yourself right with Jesus Christ, to pray these prayers, to purify, to burn off this sin with the holy fire of God and get yourself right with Jesus Christ because we have an opportunity to escape this hell. That's why it says in the, in, in the scripture, Luke, in Luke it says we should pray always. I believe it's Luke 24, 31 perhaps. I'm not sure. Double check me on that, Larry. We need to pray. It, it, listen, it says pray Always to be found we worthy need, to we escape. We need to repent. All these things. Repentance. All these things come upon me. Right. It's oh, repentance. That's what it is. It's repentance and holiness. And these prayers, we keep going back to them. He say, oh, he keeps talking about the prayers. This is our key. This is our ticket out of here, okay? There's no other way to get out of here because our Father is going to close the gates of heaven. Okay, even if you get if you get martyred in these these, these FEMA camps, you're going to have to go into the valley. You're not, until the great white throne judgment. All right, you're you're not going to see heaven. My father is 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 fit to be tied to what's going on down here, and he's told me he's going to kill every living soul, demonic or human, in this world. Okay, it it it, it once 
he takes his children out of here. That's it. Okay, all hell is going to break loose. The devil is going to rain down here. The father's going to wash his hands of, that, of, of, of this place. Okay, the only chance you're going to have is to is to be martyred. Okay, Chu Thomas has told me time and time again. The only way they're going to get out of here is is is, is to have their head chopped off. She said that to me hundreds of times. And, and the key, and I'm going to tell this for you: don't take the mark. If you're here, go up into in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ask the Lord to come down. Come down, put his hand on you, and you go up there. You say these prayers. You know you're going. You're go, you're 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 not going to hell. Okay. If you take that mark, your soul goes instantly in hell for all eternity. Okay. Again, hopefully everyone that's listening to this radio station, this radio broadcasting now, is going to go up into the rapture. Okay. I'm going to pray for everybody before before in the five minute mark before. Before this radio program is over, John, this information he's gathered in many, many years, okay? John has become a very good friend of mine. He's got a terrific radio program. It's on tomorrow night between 8 and 10. It's Tribulation Dash Now, right, John? Yeah, amen. He's on every Sunday night and every Wednesday night. And the information on that is true. Okay, the Lord has told me he is a true prophet of God, he's a true man of God, and that I can trust him. And that and he doesn't say that about too many people. Okay, John, why don't we go through closing remarks now? Yeah, praise Jesus. Folks, what you know, again, you know, the devil's gonna put into your heads all kinds of things about, well, you know, um I shouldn't have to do that or you know, you're gonna things are gonna pop in your head. You're gonna have Friends, fam, people who call you, themselves your friends, different people say things to you. Here's the thing. Again, I say to you, these are a special gift. They're a special gift. Go to tribulation-now.org and click on the uh, on on the link for the, for these prayers. The, the, the article is entitled Rapture Prayer or Rapture Prayers for Purification. That's the title of the article. Click on the link for those and look at all the comments. There are comments from all over the world. The testimonies speak of the power. This is a gift from God. This is a special circumstance. This is beyond, beyond our understanding, beyond what you can easily determine through just reading the Bible. This is a special gift from the throne room of God. We need to take advantage of this, be on our knees, in prayer, fervently praying, for 100% purification and preparation for this awesome well, opportunity what, what, to be rescued. What I'd like to do is, is, I'd like to, Holy Lord Jesus, please touch every single person that's listening to these radio program right now. For my brother John and his testimony, uh, that you wanted me to, 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 to bring this, uh, to bring him on and to tell people about this. Now, I'm praying to the Lord to touch every single person that's list, listening to this radio broadcast right now. In Jesus' holy name, let's be done. Holy Father, Holy Father of God, Holy Father of God, I come to you in humility, and I come to you through your Holy Son. Holy Father, please put a protective hedge on every single person that's listening to this radio pro- program right now. Please send a cadre of your angels to every single person to protect these people. Please, Holy Father, if they say these prayers and your your son comes in front of you with their name, please accept them in heaven, Holy Father. Please, Holy Father, I ask you with your Holy Son's name, 
I ask you, Holy, Holy Father, please accept them. Please write their name in the Lamb's Book of Life, Holy Father. I ask you this as your son, Father. I ask you this in Jesus' holy name. My Father's Jesus. telling me is that they follow these prayers to the letter and go to his son, and his son takes them, their name in front of them. He will allow you in heaven and put your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. This is coming straight from the throne of God Almighty, my Father. Okay, he will do this. He's faithful to his word. Okay, he's given us these prayers as a gift. But I have to tell you, God is very disappointed with us down here because their people are just not taking advantage of this. Let's put a full effort into this. Take these prayers. Bring them to your church. Bring them to your place of work, wherever you can go. Just drop them off in a convenience store. It doesn't matter. This prayer saves lives. And God is willing and he is able to admit us into heaven with these prayers, okay? And you can stand in a gap for your family, and we went through that the other night, okay? The key is to pray these prayers. This, this, is, this is a horror that's coming upon the world. It's predicted in the Bible. It's going to happen, and it's just a matter of when it's going to happen. We're being told this is imminent. This is going to happen soon. John, is there anything you'd like to say before we sign off? Um, no, just, just dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, dump down and anoint every listener of this radio show and instill upon them, instill upon them a, a powerful feeling, a powerful knowing that they need to get on their knees before you, Father, and pray these prayers for our Holy Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you for this gift, Father. Thank you. Amen. Very disturbing dream. And I want to tell people about it because I believe it is a warning from God, a warning to the body of Christ, a warning to the world, particularly those dwelling in the United States of America. Many of you know that we're currently facing a lot of hostility in the country. There's civil unrest, there's violence, there's looting, there's rioting, there's protesting, there's racial issues, all of these circumstances that are going on. On top of that, the virus, the CB19 issues, people are dying from this virus. Wearing the mask, not wearing the mask issues, the debates that go on and on and on and on. And then the lack of leadership that has been demonstrated in this country from our government, from uh, the state officials, from all of the, the local levels, even defunding the police. It is insane, the country that we're living in right now with America. But I'm letting you know I'm praying because that's all I have. It's just to pray. But I want to let everybody know, Monday, this Monday which was June 30th, I was disturbed all day. I got up in the morning, and I began to feel a burden in my spirit like, like never before. I was really, really troubled. I knew something wasn't right. I knew something was wrong. And when I say something wrong, something forthcoming that is, that is going to be diabolically difficult, something very ugly, something dark that has happened. I could feel it in my spirit. I wasn't right. I was really, really bothered by it all Monday, all just disturbed Monday about it. Um, Tuesday comes, everything is fine. We, I, I normally study to get prepared for Bible study. Pastor Marilyn was teaching Bible study that day. But I was extremely bothered by this situation. 